What's up, guys? So before the episode starts, I just want to give a quick shout out to all my Patreon supporters. Jose of Ramsey with Ramos, Jaime of Rambling Alcoholics, Dalton of A More Perfect Union, and Lopez Avila. Thank you guys so much for supporting the podcast. If you guys want to become a Patreon member as well, you guys can go to my Patreon link, which is in my link tree. And for $5 a month, you can get early access to episodes, unedited, uncut. Also, you can get the YouTube video that's also uncutted, uncut, unedited, uncut. Um, you can get early access to the episodes as well before they drop. Sometimes a week, sometimes two weeks, sometimes a month or two as well. Um, digital downloads and exclusively Patreon only episodes. Trust me, guys, those are going to be really, really, really fun. I promise you, they're going to be really, really fun. Um, if you guys want uh, to find some merch, I also have merch available as well. You guys can go, to, like I said, go to my link tree. I have all the links to everything. You can go to my spring tea store. I got hoodies. I got sweatshirts. I got t-shirts. I got long sleeves. I got whatever you guys need for this winter. If you want to give a gift to somebody, why not get them an Inside the North Side hoodie and their favorite color and their size? Why not? It's a great Christmas gift. Um Sooner or later, I'll be doing discount codes and whatever or not. So if you want to keep an eye on that and want to get more info about the podcast, follow me on Instagram. All, all my stuff is on Instagram. I am strictly just exclusively on Instagram. That's where I put all my stuff. So if you guys want to follow me, go ahead to the link tree. I have all my social media. I have all my links to whatever you guys need inside the North Side related. Thank you guys so much for listening. And we'll get straight into the fucking episode. Hey, hey, we got something special going on, don't we? He shout you out and damn near every song, don't he? You show right, inspired my first poem, and although we hardly home, never treat me like you don't know me. Taught me everything I know. Watch me live, watch me learn, watch me grow. Watch me fight, watch me fall, watch me flow. Watch me win, watch me fall. All right, what's up, everybody? This is Inside the North Side coming to you from the North Side Studios, which is in the South Side. I know that's a weird thing to say, but I have a very special guest here. This is some time in the making. I got here one of the best rappers that I've heard out of Acres Homes. Goes by the name of God Body Bingo. Please, everybody, give a round of applause to God Body Bingo. Praise. <laughs> All right, man. How's it been? How are you doing, bro? Man, I'm blessed, man. I'm 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 on the south side at inside the north side. <laughs> I'm a real north sider, so this is a drive for me. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm good, man. I can't complain. How are you, man? I am doing good. And yes, I know it's 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 <clears> something. <throat> I used to live off of 45 and Parker. Yeah, but uh, that would have been a lot easier. Oh yeah, <laughs> but uh, when me and my uh, my ex. Decided to move in together when she was my girlfriend at the time. But when we decided to move in, she was looking. I kind of wanted to be somewhere close to my parents, somewhere yeah. close to her parents, because she lives on the south. She lives in South Houston, and I, you know, I live in North Houston. So yeah. we found this one. So I was like, all right, it's fifteen minutes from here, fifteen minutes from there. It's not yeah. bad. So, um, but yeah, I, North Side is where I'm from. North Side is where my heart is. That's where I take it with me. Like I got it yeah. right here, like a fucking patch, bro. You yeah. know. Like I, I represent where like when I went to LA I told them they're like where are you from? I was like I'm from north side of Houston, bro. Yeah. They're like, where's that? 
Come on. <laughs> and, uh, some guy reached out to me, and he was like, hey, man, you from the north side? I'm like, yeah. He's like, hey, let's link up. Let's do an episode. Uh, when can you come over? And I'm like, I, I, what north side are you talking about? And he was like, north side of Long Beach. And I'm like, oh, man, no, no, no. I'm not from Long Beach. He's trying to have you out there. Yeah, Vince I, was like, was new. I was like, bro, no. I was like, I'm from Houston. He's like, oh. He's like, word, though, let's, let's link up and still do something. We'll do something virtually. He's like, all right, don't. Yeah. But anyways. So before we get into the episode, you got to tell me what your name means. God Body Bingo. What my name means. God Body Bingo. So <clears throat> God Body is, uh, if you listen to like some old Wu-Tang Clan, maybe some old Nas, you'll hear that phrase get thrown around. It's kind of um, related to like the 5% nation. Um, okay. But like, I, like I, I'm real big on taking words or phrasing them, giving, you, giving them your own meaning. So when I say God Body, I just, me knowing that I'm, I come from God and I'm, I got God in me. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like that part of my name, man, exclusive to me. I always say, like, we all got God in us and we all come from God. So you could be God body. You know what I'm saying? We all can. That's for everybody. So that's like the God body is what I am and bingo is who I am. My last name is Bingham. So bingo is just short for bingo. Okay. So, okay. like, you'll see people who risk me. Some people just call me God body. Some people call me bingo. It's actually more correct to call me bingo because that's my name. Okay. But, yeah, God body bingo is just me putting them together. It's a cool alliteration. You got the two Bs. It's putting God first, which I always want to do. Exactly, exactly. So, yeah, and it's something, like, it, it catches people's attention, I think. Yeah, it caught my attention. I was like, I, I've never heard of God body bingo. I was like... You know, I was like, man, how come I've never heard of this guy? It's like, yeah. I listen to the music. I listen, I'm local. You know, so now how come I've right. never heard of him? But so, how long have you been doing music? Man, how it would be easier to say when I wasn't. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> I'll say I started like taking it serious probably around like 2018. Okay, but like I, I've been, I've been trying to, I've been rapping and writing raps for a long time. I wrote my first rap being a, a real Northside kid. Uh, I was like 10 years old when like Slim Thug was rolling out his first album and I wrote my first rap to Like a Boss from Already Platinum. I was like 10 years old and then around 12 years old I recorded for the first time and that's when I like kind of think I had my first spark like man I might want to try this but like I didn't really think about actually doing it for a career. The first time I thought about it was like 20 like 13, 14 when I was senior in high school. I did like a mixtape um, it was horrible quality. I didn't know how to record right and all that, so it was bad. But mm-hmm. people supported it though, and um, like really. And so I went to co- I went to Sam Houston for a little bit. Uh, I went to college, and like by the time my second year of college, I knew I didn't really want to be there, and I was really starting to focus mostly on music. So since then, it's just been like working the nine to five and trying to do music. And um, like I say, twenty like I said, twenty eighteen is when I kind of rebranded myself and I put out my first EP in the flesh, mm-hmm. like end of that year. And a couple singles, my first music video, all that was 2018. So I feel like that's when my quote-unquote career started. But I've been rapping forever. Okay. And before we get any further, please let them know where you're from, man. Man, I am from Northside, Acres Homes, Fofo. I was born at Acres Homes. I grew up in, I grew up there, and then I moved to Inwood, lived in Inwood for a long time. But I've been on the Northwest my whole life. That's it. We are Northside kids, man. We are Northside kids. Straight up, straight up. So you said you went to Sam Houston. Yeah, I went to uh, Sam Houston for from my. I went for, like I, I didn't make no progress in college. So, <laughs> but like my first first minute sophomore year, I went to Sam Houston, and shit, I'm still a sophomore. I ain't doing nothing after that. But uh, yeah, I went there from 2014 to 2016. Okay, and what did you what did you want to go to college for? Man, um, like what it turned into, like 
uh, my let me just to the mic. My major became business, and by that point, I already was thinking music. So I'm like, I'm gonna just go study business, and it'll help me in the music industry because mm-hmm. I knew how to make music, but I didn't really know nothing about the business yet. Yeah. So um, that was my thought process. But man, I really I lost interest because I was focused on making music, and um, I, especially with something like business as a major, you don't really necessarily need school to learn it. It's more really about the experience mm-hmm. and like actually trying to be successful in business to learn business. Um, I think I would have did better in college if I took a major or something I was actually interested in. Like if I would have like probably went for psych or sociology, I might have did a little better because I'm I'm low key smart, but I wasn't studious back then. Now mm-hmm. I read more now than I did when I was in college. Okay. So. Um. Yeah. Like by like twenty fifteen sixteen, I ain't want to do nothing but record. All I want to do is rapping. Like I was out in Huntsville, and all my homies was in the city. Mm-hmm. I want to be with them, so I was low key looking for a reason to come back. So when I started doing bad, I'm I'm just come home. <laughs> so that's what yeah. that's happened with that. Okay. So where'd you where'd you go to school? Like all that? Like did uh, you go to school in Acres Homes? Uh. Like so like when you like when you in Acres Homes or like Inwood, like really when you in Inwood, you like I'm I could have walked to Ike. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Eisenhower right there. On Antoine, or Gulf Bank Antoine or whatever, but yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I was we moved to Inwood when I was like in second, third grade. So I got zoned to Klein District. Okay. So my elementary school was Niche Elementary, then I went to um Klein Immediate and Klein Forest. Even though like so I, it would have been a lot easier to go to like Hoffman or um or like say Ike or like I got homies with the Book of T and stuff like that. Like those were low key closer to me. Yeah. But just with the you know the red line and the way they do the neighborhoods they're going to go to a different area. Because, like, yeah. Inwood is basically like a suburb of Acres Homes, essentially. Mm-hmm. So, it's like, it's right down the street, but it's going to tend to somewhat totally different. Yeah. It, see, <laughs> I, used to, I used to work for for Houston ISD. Yeah. Fuck them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, I know how, like, the whole, like, it's so weird, like, delivering to one school. I'm like, shouldn't this area be over here? You would it, think so, right? Yeah, you would, th- yeah, I would think so. But, yeah, I mean, for me, I, I went to school and... and, and Cypher District, man. Yeah. Like, I was, I should have gone to either Aldean or uh-huh. HISD, but my my family was like, no, let, I'll send, we'll send you to Cypher. It'll be better for you. You know, yeah. you'll be out there with them white people. You, you would think so. You would think so. No. No. The school I went to, oof, I mean, it was, it was not bad, but there was just, there's like this stigma, I guess, uh-huh. you know, like about these people, like these kids here, like they're just bad. Like, yeah. I mean, just... But I mean, I still made it out. I made some people, met some people along the way, this and that. But I mean, I I wish I'd rather have gone to like Houston ISD. Yeah. Because honestly, I think I would have done a lot better. Yeah. I was just I was too busy looking for chicks, bro. <laughs> That's it. I didn't pay no attention in school. I was just looking for for you know something to yeah something some to do, action you know? yeah some for action, sure. But like for me, school was like high school was cool. Like um, so early on, I was trying to hoop. Mm-hmm. I thought I thought I could play. I really wasn't that good, low key, but I thought I could, and um, that's what I was focused on. And then by my junior year, <clears throat> I really was just ready to be out of school. But I I was pretty smart, so I was doing well, mm-hmm. and um, I had friends and shit like that. But and like 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 KF was weird because <clears throat> like in the district I was in, we were like the quote unquote ghetto school, but compared to where I was from, we was a nice school. So like like I'm, I'm in sporting yeah. events and like with Klein High and Klein Oak. They're like, oh, that's Klein Forest. That's where all the black kids go, basically, and all the Hispanic kids go. But then when I'm talking to my homies that go to Ike or um, Carver or Booker T or something like that, they was like, yeah, you go to that old white school. So it's so weird. I'm like, it, it, it was like, but KF was really bad. We had probably mostly Hispanic, and then probably next was like black, and then we had like Asian, and then mm-hmm. like the lowest was like probably white. But like I said, to people, well, from that was like a, a good school. 
And it, it wasn't a bad school or nothing like that, but it probably was like the maybe the worst school in the district. Mm. So That's weird. yeah, but it's weird because I, I knew somebody that went to Klein Forest and didn't didn't he didn't he was white dude and I'm like yeah. oh, you probably go to one of them schools and right and not hearing it from me I'm like oh okay. yeah Klein Forest <laughs> was the black school in Klein District so yeah oh. so you said you started kind of like your music thing when you were like ten years old right yeah like the like, first time I like tried to even think about rapping was like ten but I wasn't thinking like seriously I just like I I, I, I wrote a rap that sounded just like Slim Thug versus like a boss I just changed a few words you know what I'm saying that was my mm-hmm. first time but and it was one of my homies who stayed it would. Down the street, he was older. He was rapping. So, mm-hmm. excuse me. He tried to kind of show me how to struck. Like he really taught me how to structure verses, and like gave me like the motivation to want to do it. I thought he was good, so I was trying to be good like him. And um, like I said, by the time I got twelve, one of my older cousins had started making music, and he was like, he was like about ten, fifteen years older than me. So he he had money, so he got the computer and the microphone and all that. So. Um, I recorded for the first time in his crib, and nobody knew I was even. I even knew how to rap yet, so I wrote like a sixteen or whatever, and uh, recorded. I was like, "Oh wow, this like actually fits the space it's supposed to be in, and you on beat, and this, and you kind of made a little sense." So I was like, "Oh, this is kind of cool." And hearing myself on the mic for the first time was like an experience, for mm-hmm. sure. But like even and after that, I'm like, like my journey after that was like freestyling during like lunch or in the locker room or something like that, and I didn't really start trying to write songs, song songs until like a freshman in high school. And even then, it was like sporadic. Like, I might write a song and not rap for like months. Mm-hmm. I wasn't really thinking about rapping for real. And like I said, my senior, like go, junior year going into senior year, like that summer really was like when stuff kind of changed. And um, I decided to do a mixtape that summer. And me and one of my homies, we locked in. And um, like I said, we didn't know nothing about the recording process, like zero about it. And mm-hmm. we, we had like a little cheap $80 USB mic, an old desktop, Slow desktop. We recording on Audacity. That's a free program. Uh, we don't know the first thing about mixing and mastering, but I recorded like 13, really more than that, but I put 13 of the songs together, a bunch of covers, no original beats. I ain't know mm-hmm. nothing about, I ain't know no producers. <clears throat> I ain't know nothing about nothing, but I did that first mixtape and I burned them on CDs. I'm dating myself. I burned them on CDs and wrote on them and put them in cases. And when we came back from winter break, my senior year of high school that January, I passed them out. And um, people knew I had started rapping. I was I put a few songs on YouTube like the first semester. So when I put handing out the CDs, my uh, second semester, people were like, oh shit, like got something. And I did the talent shows, and I was deathly afraid of performing. Mm-hmm. I had like it's funny like people when people see my name, they assume I'm a gospel rapper a lot of times. And um, I have to have that conversation every time because like I'm not a gospel rapper, but you will hear me mention God in my music because that's part of my life. Mm-hmm. And um, the first time I actually did do something with somebody else, when I was, like, in middle school, people I was going to church with, they was like, I was in eighth grade, they was, like, in high school. Mm-hmm. And um, they had started, like, a gospel rap, like, music group, and I was trying to be with them. And um, I wrote a few songs with them, but the first time we went to perform, I basically choked on the stage. So I, I started having stage fright after that because I, I went up there and messed up, so I didn't know what to do no more. So by the time I put that mixtape out back to my senior year, I, I'm like, I'm thinking, like, oh, when you're a rapper, you put out a tape, you got to go do shows. So my only show options are in high school, the talent show, so I go do them. And I was deathly afraid, but I got through them, whatever. But, yeah, that was pretty. that's pretty much the whole beginning of my rap career from first time rapping to, like, end of high school. That's funny. Um, see, what I didn't really listen to rap growing up. Uh-huh. I, I grew up in a religious household, so... Yeah. 
rap. I'm pretty sure you know, like, you know, all oh, rap, rap's bad, rap, mm-hmm. you know, this and this and that. I mean, in the early 2000s, it was kind of like, it was kind of giving it that case, you know, yeah. the way how it was presented. But once I got a little bit older and my mind started to grow a little bit more, I was like, oh shit, I like, I like this. Like, yeah. To listen to Jay Z, listen to Kanye, and then starting into local Slim, Paul Wall, uh-huh. Big Pokey, you know, like all, like all these guys, and I'm like, oh fuck, like I'm I missed out on a lot of things. Like I remember seeing like Paul Wall, you know, Sid Sideways, like the music video yeah. would come up, and I would, I would see all these people. I met Paul Wall one time, right when he was chubby. Yeah, uh, I was with some church friends. It was a church group thing. We were going to an Astros game, uh-huh. and my cousin was with me. We're talking. He was like. He's like, oh look, it's it's Paul Wall. And I'm like, you didn't even know who he was yet. I I knew who he was, oh, but okay. I was just like, oh shit, that is Paul Wall. Yeah. So I walked up to him like, hey man, you Paul Wall? He's like, yeah. I was like, hey can man, can I get your autograph? He's like, yeah, sure. I don't even know what happened with that autograph, <laughs> but yeah, he was a little chubby. He was kind of like in his little bigger days, but um, yeah, man, I just I I didn't know like the world of hip hop till I got older and yeah. I started appreciating it more and stuff like that. So. Growing up, who were your, like, inspirations? Like, who were you listening to at that time when you were, like, in your, your prime days, you know, your younger days? Yeah, I ain't gonna say prime. I ain't even hit my prime yet, my formative days. But um, my first, like, like, so my mom was, like, all pretty much R&B, blues. Mm-hmm. But my pops loved hip-hop. He loved, he, like, it was, like, polar opposite. She wanted to listen to, like, some soft, soothing music. He was listening to fucking gangster rap. <laughs> so my first memories of, like, music from his side is, like, um... Eminem, Ice Cube, Scarface, Ghetto Boys. Um, so this is my first memories of music. And then, like, growing up, um, like, when I started listening to music myself, like, it, it went from, like, those three I just said to, like, 50 Cent. Then it went to, like, Wayne. It was, like, just all Wayne for a minute. And then it went to, like, all Houston music. Like, it was just straight screwed up, clicks, Swisher House, UGK, and just whatever was coming out of Texas for a while. Mm-hmm. And um, probably when I started writing songs, it became, like, J. Cole, Big Crit. Wale, Kendrick Lamar, and um, just over time, it just kept, like, like it made me start going back in history, listening to Jay-Z, listening to Biggie, listening to Nas, whoever, and, um, yeah, like, now I listen to, like, whatever. Like, not whatever. I ain't gonna say whatever. That was incorrect. But, um, like, I, I, like, I was, I was one of them kids who thought, I thought I thought I loved real hip-hop, quote-unquote. I would only listen to people who I thought were lyrical, and then by the time I got to college, like, now my favorite rapper damn near is Future. I love Future, I love Thug, I love Cardi, like, I love shit like that now, too. And then, really, now, like, I'm kind of going back to my mom roots. Now, I listen to a whole lot of R&B. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love, like, her and Ari Lennox and SZA and fucking Summer Walker and Jasmine Sullivan. I think Beyonce had the best album come out this year type shit. Like, so, like, it, it, it got versatile over time, but for, for a minute, it was just straight, quote-unquote, lyrical hip-hop. Mm-hmm. But like I, like I think hearing like Cole and Crit would make me want to rap for real because I feel like those were like regular dudes who um, were prolific at telling their life story, and I'm like, mm-hmm. damn, I don't gotta be because like like really I didn't catch like as Kanye was doing what Kanye was doing to influence guys like them and the Drakes or whatever. I was still listening to like Houston shit only, so mm-hmm. I kind of missed like I, like graduation was the main Kanye album I listened to when I was coming up, but I went back and really got to dive into the other ones, but. Um, like so, my first real example by the time I was old enough to really be a part of it was like I said, Cole and Crit. Like, man, these is regular dudes who talk about their life, and they're not trying to be gangsters. They're not trying to be rich or famous. They just rapping about their own experiences and sharing them with other people. And that's what I would want to do if I was deciding to do it for real. So, mm-hmm. I always credit those two as the main artists that made me want to like actually take my hand in rapping. 
That's cool. That's cool. See, when I first heard of Cole, that's when he was doing like his little pop stuff. Like uh-huh. when he's on the radio and this and that, yeah. he was playing them. And then I was like, all right, this dude's pretty cool. Yeah. This dude's pretty cool. And then I, I started deep diving a little bit more. And then, then he started like further and away from the radio and mm-hmm. started doing like real, like lyrical stuff, like deep stuff. I yeah. was like, oh, honestly, in my opinion, I know a lot of people are going to hate me for this. Cole over Kendrick, bro. And that's just me. That's when just I, my opinion. When I was younger, I would say that, but I would now. Um, like my favorite time of Cole is probably, not probably, it's definitely like the mixtape days, mm-hmm. like warm up, Friday Night Lights. Um, I, I would put him against anybody for sure, but he don't, I, I don't think he raps as well as he did back then, in my own opinion. And like with Kendrick, bro, it's hard to compare any rapper to Kendrick because ain't nobody, nobody's albums are as cohesive as his. Mm-hmm. Like the, you can argue who raps better. Like, you said Cole raps better than Kendrick. Like, just straight, like, give him any beat, 16 bars. Well, I don't know what'll happen. I, I can't call it. But, like, you talking about making music, writing real songs, and making them fit together, like, to be one thought. I don't think nobody in hip-hop doing it like Kendrick. And I get, and I say that, Cole, for, because rap-wise. But yeah. I agree with Kendrick. Kendrick can take this idea and make, he he could take one song. And then just write a whole album around it, and just have this theme, just like, to pimp a butterfly. Right. That was that's like my kind of my second introduction into to Kendrick because I remember Good Kid, Mad City because yeah. I remember looking at the album when I was working at Target and I was like, "What's this?" Yeah. And then I started hearing like they would play it like on the TV and I was like, "Oh, this is do pretty dope." Mm-hmm. But when I heard to pimp a butterfly, yeah, I was like, what the "That shit was fuck? special." I was sure. like, "What is this?" I was like, "This dude's taking." Jazz, he's taking funk, he's taking uh, slam poetry, he's just taking all this stuff and it just melted in. I was like, wow, this is something. And yeah. I was like, that's amazing. Like, I give props to, to, to Kendrick because I, for a whole while, I was like Kendrick, 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 Kendrick. Yeah. You know. So what? What makes you? What makes you say call over Kendrick? I think, uh, like you said, rap wise, but I think there's just a, there's just something there's this thing that Cole has. Mm-hmm. That I just I can't put on the tip of my tongue, but like when I listen to his stuff, I'm like, okay, yeah. like it's it's just it puts you in this. He has like this vibe about him. So yeah, like whenever he raps about something that's like really like deep and hardcore, like emotional, like I'm like okay, yeah, that's good. When I listen to Kendrick, it's the same thing, but it's a different vibe. Different like, feeling. It's a sure. different feeling. Like I can feel his pain. Differently than I feel Cole's pain. Yeah, it's a two. It's two different vibes for me. Even yeah. though I like both artists. Yeah, but it's just a different vibe. Like I mean, like Ye gives me different vibes. Yeah, for sure. Jay Z gives me different vibes. You know, even when I listen to like old school stuff like Wu Tang, uh-huh. uh, Ghetto Boys. You know, uh, fucking even I was gonna say <laughs> Mike Jones. It's just yeah. different vibes. Like the yeah, things that sure. they, you know they, they speak about. It's just it's a different thing. Like everybody, you know, wants to compare everybody to each other. Oh, so and so's the best. So and so's this. So and so's that. But it's just, uh, and I know people hate the word, but it's just a different vibe. Yeah, it's definitely different. Like they sure. could rap about the same thing, but the vibe gonna be different. Yeah, for sure. But that, that's Honestly. the art. You know what I'm saying? The artist, like I always, I always say, a true artist reveals himself through his art. And he, like I said, we can take the same topic, but we got different lives, different experiences, so it's gonna come out differently. Mm-hmm. So exactly. I think that's the beauty of it. At the end of the day, and, and ain't nothing wrong with liking or like one a certain vibe over another one. Like I, I try not to. 
I, I, I'll ask somebody why they like somebody better than another one, and I'll tell them if I if I like somebody else, if I like the opposite, I'll tell them why. But I never try to sway nobody's opinion because it's like you supposed to like what you like. It ain't really for me to like. Nah, like hell, nah. This shit better than that. Like that's not really how I look at it. Like, yeah, so, I'm not one of those dudes that I, like when I, I was younger. You know. When I was in high school, lunch table, every day. Nah, hell nah. Drake hold better than Drake. Like, you got me fucked up. Like, that was me back then. But getting older, I'm like, bro, it's all music. It's all opinionated end of the day. So, yeah. It's all different vibes. Like, you right. can take the same thing. You know, somebody can rap about the same thing, and it just comes out different. Right. And that, that's what it's all about, for sure. Like, I, I'm sure you remember this. Like, when Drake came out just big he blew up bro like i remember my freshman year in high school this was like oh seven like uh you know just the mixtape um you know was it uh what's the name of the mixtape he put out the drake mixtape yeah the the first one before he put out his first release i'm trying to remember what it was the the older well it's older ones than this but the one everybody called drake on so far gone yeah that's that's what it was yeah so far gone like, I remember hearing that, and I was like, who the fuck is this dude? Yeah. Who's Drake? I was like, who's Drake? And then just, I that, I think that's when I became, like, a Drake fan. Yeah. Because then I just started following his career. And dude has been persistent since then. This Absolutely. man has, yeah. I, um, we were talking about <coughs> this, uh, me and this, this guy I used to work with. We were talking about Bad Bunny. You know who Bad Bunny is. Right. He was like, oh, no, he's the uh, he's the Latin Drake. Mm. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. I was like, no, 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 no. Look, hold, hold up. I said, look, Drake, that man has nothing compared to Drake. Drake has been, like, on his shit for literally three different decades. Yeah. The late 2000s, the whole 2010s, and now the beginning of the 2020s. Yeah. Like, he, the man don't miss. Like, he's on his game, and just everything he puts out is, is certified gold. Yeah, you know? it's, it's LeBron-like. Whether you like him or not, he's been at the top or the top for a long time. Exactly. And I can, like, I can appreciate that. Yeah. Like, I, sometimes some of the stuff hit and miss. Like, uh, his honestly never mind. Yeah. I, I thought it was kind of weird, but in all actu- in actuality, I like, I like music like that. House yeah. music is, like, some of my favorite stuff like that. Just that vibe was good. Right. And then, of course, what he did with, you know, 21 Savage. I was mm-hmm. like, okay, yeah, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, a good, that's a good one. Did you, have you people, listened to that yet? Yeah, of course. Yeah, oh, that's, man, that that's shit was good. Want. Like, yeah, I was just talking about that with somebody the other day, like... Uh, I think I think half of it is like him just trying to sound hard because he next to twenty one. But the music good, bro. I, I fuck with it. I like most of the songs on there. So yeah, that's a good album. So this year, uh, we were talking before uh, we recorded uh-huh. that um, your album, your first album. Well, not your first, but your well, that, album that is my you- first album. Like I have EPs before that, but that's my first actual album. So your album uh, off the books. So yeah. how did that come to be? Like. You know, kind of give me like a short thing. Like, what was the mind process? Of like, okay, this is what we're gonna do. This is this and that. You know, you want the you said you want the short or the long. You want the short version. Let's give us a short. For, All right, you know, for the yeah. people. Um. So yeah, it was. Um. I had I had a few of the songs before, mm-hmm. like way before. That's why it would have been kind of long. But like 2020, I decided to record. Like, like I had done three three EPs. I was like, I got to do something bigger. I'm gonna do the album. And um, I started working on it, and I was just I went through a lot of things while I like when I decided to start to when I put it out, I went through a bunch of stuff like a, a relationship breakup, lost people, including my pops, um, kind of just differences with people. But um, just I just was able to stay persistent and get it together. But uh, <clears throat> it's essentially like was a story about me experiencing my neighborhood and like the different lenses I experienced it through. 
And one of the biggest lessons was like my brother. Like I got an older brother, um, and like he always represented the hood to me, like it's home to me. So um, like I like you hear me reference him a lot throughout that album. He was locked up for ten years up until twenty twenty. Okay. And like I, I started like him about to get out inspired me to go ahead and like make a full album. And so that's why you hear him reference on a lot. You hear the song Brothers, which is essentially about him. Um, but yeah, it was really just me like. One taking a step and proving to people I can make a long body of work because before that, that was that's thirteen tracks. Before that, the longest thing I did was four tracks. I just did multiple EPs and singles and X, Y, and Z. I wasn't really giving up. I was low key scared to do something too long because you know people's attention spans be short. But to me, that's really an excuse, man. If you really believe in your stuff, you're gonna put it out the way you want to put it out. So I decided to do thirteen tracks and just tell my story the best I could at that time. I was twenty five when I put it out, and um, I'm proud of it. Yeah, man, it's, it's a really good album. If you guys haven't listened to all the books, you really should. I will put a link in the description, and I'll be posting it. Like, if you you guys have to hear it, it's a really good album. Hey, you man, don't have he ain't to lying. be. I'm not lying. I'm not lying, <laughs> and I'm not just trying to you know puff you up. But it's a very good album. You don't have to be from Houston. You don't have to be from Agus Holmes to appreciate the music that he has and that he's doing. That you can see it from his eyes, like. If you're from L.A., you're from New York, you're from Canada, you're from wherever, you can, listening to your music and that album is like a like a POV of like, okay, so this is what this guy sees. Yeah. This is the place that he's talking about. Like, it's a, it's a, like I said, it's a very good album. I like all the music. You know, it's just, it's, it's bomb. It's bomb. This is a man with good taste right here. <laughs> what I got a question for you. How did you hear my music? So. Or find out about me in general. I I don't I don't even remember, man. Like, <laughs> I think I might have followed you, or Russ might have told me about you. I think Russ might have told. Me. It, it has to. It always goes back to Russ. Yeah, <laughs> it always goes back to Russ. I, it might have been Russ. He might have told me about you. He was like, "Hey, check out this homie. This and this and that. <coughs> try to get him on the podcast." Yeah, and I think that's where it was. I don't. I'm, it was months ago. That was I, the yeah. first time I seen you was when you interviewed him, and I remember. I don't know if I followed the pod. After I seen it, but I definitely like took note that it was a podcast called Inside the North Side because that's where I'm from. Yeah, but um, I think it was around that time is when you followed me, so he probably did recommend me. Yeah, me to it you. might, it might be. Hey, thank you, Russ. If you did, <laughs> see, and funny about like the name of the podcast, like I, I didn't even that name came to me randomly. Yeah, like when I started doing the podcast because I used to do music before. Yeah, I was doing music from twenty. 12 to 2017. I was just in and out of bands. I heard you talking like about it on the episode with CA. Yeah. And um, 2017, you know, I was in this one band and we were doing good, man. Like, we recorded some stuff. We yeah. did some shows. We did, you know, we, we were doing good. And um, just the lead singer just got his, his head got too big. And, you know, I was like, nah, man, I'm good. I, so I dipped out and... Um, I don't know why I did that. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I, di- I dipped out, and um, yeah, I was trying to put something of my own together, and I was just like, you know what? And I was like, I, like, I want to do this podcasting thing. Yeah. So I do you got, still play? Yeah, I do. Actually, right now, um, <clears throat> I'm working with my friend. Her name is Janex. She's a, a, a another local mm-hmm. artist. Mm-hmm. She does Latin music, so she does like reggaeton music, Cuba, uh, like Cuba, uh, cumbia. Uh-huh. You know, she does like Latin, like. Ugh. <laughs> Pop Latino music word, word, word. And I play guitar for her So when she wants to do something acoustically Or she wants to like put a band together Like she likes like rock music So I'm like okay yeah, we can do that for future stuff Yeah um, But yeah I, I, I still play Sometime here and there But um, going back to what I was saying mm-hmm. So I kind of was like let me just do the podcast thing 
And I was just trying to come up with the name. I was trying to come up with the name. I came up with some stupid ones. I don't remember the other ones. And I thought inside the north side. And I told somebody that. And they're like, that's stupid. <laughs> that's like, that's never going to catch on. That sounds dumb. Yeah. And I'm like, I think it's pretty cool. You know, it's where I'm from. Yeah. You know, why not represent where I'm from? They're like, but nobody's going to know what that means. Right. And I that's was the like, podcast for to tell them. I was like, oh, they don't. They will, they'll know. Yeah. I was like, they'll know. So... I was just like, fuck it, yeah. And then my brother came up with the logo. I told him what I wanted. I was like, it's got to be something that represents Houston, but also represents me. Yeah. So, of course, the star mm-hmm. with, with the hands. I was like, that's throwing up the H. And then the <coughs> star is also kind of like a, um, like a, what's it called? A callback, I guess, to like Houston, you know, the Astros. Yeah. Um, and then also, like, our flag has this star. Yeah, the Texas flag. Yeah, the Texas. Flag. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's all going back to, like, I'm Texan. I'm Houston. You know, right. I'm an Astros fan. It's like, that's what it goes back to. So I was like, okay, well, yeah, inside the Northside podcast. And originally, I was just going to talk about Houston stuff. Yeah. That's all I was going to do. But somehow, some way, I just started talking to, like, other people. Mm-hmm. I started inviting people. And I was just like, okay, this is how it's going to be. And then from there, just I'm just interviewing yeah. Talking about myself and just meeting other podcasters, meeting musicians. So it's not, I'm in Houston, but it's not just about Houston. But right. I have Houston people on, yeah. if it, that makes any sense to anybody. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what's something that people don't know about you that they'll be surprised if you were to tell them? Hmm. That's a, like, all right, I, 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 before I get into that, I always, like, make jokes with my friends about how everybody interview people and I ask them the same questions, mm-hmm. but nobody has ever asked me that. So, salute to you for asking me that. Yeah, because, I mean, some <clears throat> people, I mean, everybody sees somebody and they're like, oh, he probably just listens to that. Like, if somebody would have looked at you, they'd probably be like, oh, he just listens to rap. He probably don't listen to nothing else. Yeah. Some people would probably look at me and like, oh, he just listens to, like, rock music, but... Like I was saying earlier, I like house music. I yeah. like that type of music that you'll hear, like at the clubs and stuff like that, like in the early night. Like that music is something that I love, like yeah. EDM, and it's just I don't know what it is. It's so infectious. It's the beat. I mean, he, well, like I said, when Drake dropped that album, I was like, okay, yeah, I yeah. like this kind of stuff. <laughs> but Man, yeah, so like, um, what's what's something that people would be like? Ah, you, nah, you don't you don't like that, or you don't do that. You know, what is what's something like that? Man. um... I'm still thinking about because I feel like I'll be feeling like I'm pretty regular, you know what I'm saying? So I feel like the shit I would tell people the stuff they would. I, I, I got, I guess, one like I'm not like super duper avid, and even this because this is so it's so popular now, but um, it's certain like anime I really fuck with, but I'm like it's it's, it's, it's very surface level though, like it's like Dragon Ball, Yu Yu Hakusho, and probably like Death Note. Okay, I think Death Note probably the most like. Different one that everybody don't watch, but um, like, but like one of my uh, one of my producers, uh, Benson, like was homie since high school, good friend, family at this point, and uh, it's like an old Dragon Ball game um, on PS2. Like everybody knew who played the shit, knew about like Budokai, mm-hmm. Budokai one, two, and three. And everybody and they know we went to Budokai, like the next one, Budokai Tenkaichi. But it was a game that came out after Budokai three, probably around the same time as Tenkaichi. It's called Infinite World. Okay. Um, it's just like Budokai Three, but it's like a few small, subtle changes in the controls, and it's a few new characters, like some of the GT characters or whatever. But 
Um, that's probably the thing you would know. I'm really good at that game. And Benson is, too. He's probably a little better than me. But we will play that game for, like, hours and just beat the shit out of each other. And I, it, he got he got a PS5, PS4, all that shit. But we, he'll pull out the PS2 in this old-ass game. And we will, <laughs> like, I'll pull up on him. We'll, he'll make beats. We'll chop it up. We might make some music, catch up and shit. But then, end of the day, we're going to pull that game out and play that motherfucker till we about to fall asleep. Like hours, yeah. so that's See, probably the thing you would know. And that's I, I, something a, I wouldn't think that you would like anime. Yeah, because there's a lot of people that you would not. You can tell that they liked anime. Yeah, but so. I, I feel like anime getting kind of popular, like to where yeah. it's kind of becoming like it's cool for like the people that don't seem like they would like anime to like it. But there's certain animes I really do like, and like I said, like Dragon Ball, like that game. Like I, I'd rather play that game than I'd rather rather play that game than rap. Sometimes, like I love that fucking game. Dragon Ball OG, man. I remember Dragon Ball, like. When I was super young, like when yeah. it would come on like Toonami, like mm-hmm. early in the like late nineties, early two thousands, I yeah. remember like watching like Dragon Ball episodes. So I'm a big fan of Dragon Ball. I don't watch like all the episodes, even though I probably could if I wanted to. Right. But yeah, Goku, Gohan, all all those dudes, like that's uh, that's like my childhood there. Yeah. But I'm not really like a big anime. Fan. I think the biggest thing I, I think I got into anime was. Pokemon, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like Pokemon, uh, Pokemon, Yu Gi Oh, Dragon, uh, Dragon Ball, uh, Yu Gi Oh, was it called Digimon? Yeah, like all that growing up, like that's the that's the closest to anime I ever got. I never went into like Death Note or Attack on Titan or um, like some of the stuff. Like like my ex, she uh, she just got into anime, so she's yeah. watching all these things, and I'm like. You were watching this before. Why are you right. watching this now? You know, <laughs> but she's like, "Oh no, this is good. This is." Yeah. I'm like, I was like, "All right." Yeah, only only one I watch, I, I fucked with that was like the real anime watches. Fuck with it, probably Death Note. But like, if if you did want to watch one, I recommend that one because it's short as fuck. It's mm-hmm. like thirty something episodes, and I ain't gonna lie to me, that shit is compelling. Like, I couldn't turn it off when I started watching it. So yeah, I mean. um I mean, anime, it, like, it's a big thing. It's, you know, it's, I mean, it's been a big thing for a very long time, but right. now it's just, it's bigger than before. And it's funny because I was talking to my brother last night about uh, comic books because we're comic book heads. You know, we, we like comics and stuff like that, superheroes. Yeah. And anime is actually the most, like, selling, like, uh, material ever. Yeah. Like, it's number one around the world. Like, you would think, like, okay, Marvel and DC would be, no, it's like anime. Manga has been selling like crazy because, um, like the superhero genre here in the U.S. is just not like their storyline is not good. But yeah. With 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 manga and all that, like their storylines are so good where it just keeps going, keeps going. Like the story tells on. Yeah. For like ever, forever. <laughs> like it's just a good story. Yeah. With this, you know, other than like stuff here where it's just like for a couple of. Uh, comic books and then like oh it starts a new story I was like no this is like a story that just continues on and on and on yeah but yeah so something for me like I said something for me would be the house music um what else do you what, so anime what else is something like food that people wouldn't think that you like man oh uh, uh, that's funny I'm, I'm a like I'm a ridiculously picky eater really like I damn near only eat chicken really yeah chicken from where anywhere like like I like it's I, just straight chicken. Like like I like if I like I, I eat some I eat beef and pork a little mm-hmm. bit. I'm I need to stop eating pork. Um, I'm allergic to seafood. Okay. Oh, uh, so I, I can't do seafood either. I can't do fish or shellfish. Um, but yeah, but if you if you give me a choice, I'm gonna pick chicken damn it every time. Like if, uh, like chicken strips or burger. Give me the chicken strips. Um, 
or the wings or a steak, give me the wings. Like, I really would rather have like some like some chicken than like a fucking gourmet meal if it's not chicken. So, what's your top five best chicken places here in Houston that you like to go to? It's tough, bro, because like in my palate change all the time, and like I'm, I'm, I'm a picky eater, and I don't try new shit a lot either. Oh, okay. So, so it's like it's a lot of shit. Like it's, it's regular ass places. Like I, just, I like I fuck with Timmy Chan's. Um, okay. Houston Timmy Chan's. Um, fucking, we got regular shit like Popeyes. I fuck with Popeyes. Um, Hearts. Um, I got a confession, bro. I've never been to Timmy Chan's. You never been to Timmy Chan's? Bro? Never been. I've, I've, I've had right? coworkers that let's go to Timmy Chan's. And, and I'm like. Oh, do you do you like like they like they famous for like they rice and shit? Oh yeah, I love food if like you, that. If you like, you should go there. I just, like, I, I, especially I, like because like people yeah. people be on my ass like I'm like I'm I'm an offside baby yeah. for sure. So like they like the original ones on the south. Mm-hmm. I never been to the original one. They might kill me for that. <laughs> but like it's it's multiple locations, other places. People say the other locations ain't good, but goddamn it, them motherfucking chicken wings be hitting me. <laughs> so. Yeah, bro, you need to go. Like, you should go to Timmy Chance next week. I, I think you. I think you should. For Christmas, I'll go to Timmy Chance. <laughs> it might be closed all Christmas, but around Christmas you should go. Uh, so it's okay, good, so Timmy Chance. You said Popeyes. Timmy Popeyes. It's a spot. It's a, a wing spot. Um, on fucking two forty nine, and like Bamble. I, like my my rap manager when he when he come to town, he want to go every fucking time he comes mm-hmm. because. Me and my homies had it's a spot called LA Cajun. They got like wings with different sauces and shit. Okay. It's ducked off. A lot of people don't know about it, and like some people probably wouldn't even like it that much. But they wings be good as hell. Um, uh, wing, uh, unpopular opinion: Wingstop has the best chicken strip, not wing. Like if you chicken, have, chicken, so chicken strip. Go to if you if you like chicken strips. Mm-hmm. I don't, everybody don't like chicken strips. They think that's like kitty food. I will go to a, a fucking. I will go to State Forty Eight and order chicken strips. But um, go if you you like lemon pepper wings. Oh yes. Do you like chicken strips? Yes. Go to Wingstop and get you some lemon pepper chicken strips, bro. Thank me later. Okay. See, I I do the I do the the bone uh, boneless ones. Yeah. And everyone tells me all those just. Those are just chicken nuggets. Chicken nuggets. Yeah. Nah. But get the strips. It's like they strips. They one. They always big. They always crispy. Like, like they like they they like wings. I've got decent wings. People mm-hmm. like they. That's like the most popular one. So people love going there. But they wings cool. They ain't the best. But um, the wings be hit or miss. Sometimes they them days they good. Some days they don't even get, they be don't be no seasoning on them. They be horrible. But them motherfucking tenders every time I, they never miss. Damn, I have to try the tenders one of these days. Like people think why would I go all the way to wings for tenders? I can just go to I don't know another spot. Chick fil A, Kings, whatever, et cetera, et cetera. And that's probably my, my my fifth spot too, Chick Fil A, because they got the nuggets, the sandwich, and the goddamn tenders. And I I'll I be there too much. I, I like Canes, but Canes bland as hell. Yeah, bro. that's what I'm I, I saying. Going, that's why they like it's just like Wingstop, bro. Like, I be going because it's like a popular. I would rather go to Zaxby's and Canes, mm-hmm. but you gonna run like now? I live by Zaxby's now, so I've been bleeding that hoe. But you gonna <laughs> <laughs> you gonna but you gonna run into a Canes before you run into a Zaxby's? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Same thing like a like I like a spot like Chicken Express. I don't know if you ever had them, but my parents just start telling me about that. They start going to Chicken and go Express. get you some spicy chicken strips from Chicken Express, bro. You go, you gonna be happy. They there hot. was this place uh, I used to go to when I used to work at HISD. It's called Chicken Plus. Chicken Plus, that's yeah. Chicken Plus be stiffing, man. I ain't had Chicken Plus in a while because you don't really be seeing them in Houston that much. No, it's only on that on that. Uh, no, is it Wayside? Yeah, that's Wayside. Uh-huh. Wayside in six uh, ten. Yeah, up there, close to uh, Homestead and all that. That's where I used to work. I used to work up at Homestead. I was okay. there 
the warehouse was over there. Yeah. So I was there for a while. We would go to Chicken Plus. Uh, my homie uh, Johnny, they call him Ringo, but I, I call him Johnny because that's, yeah. that's his name. He's like, let's go to Chicken Plus, bro. I was like, all right. All six of us get in the car, drive to Chicken Plus, and hurry up. Maybe we got a 30 minute lunch break. Let's right. go. Let's Ain't go. That's some shit. That's my lunch break, too, bro. Yeah, I'll be, so. I spend 15 of my 30 minutes in line waiting on some food. Exactly. Exactly. That's all I'm just like, man, damn, let's just, we just clean the car. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, I can agree with you. I could say that, I, I mean, I like Wingstop Wings. I, they're not the best, but you know they're, they're affordable somehow, some way. Right. <laughs> I think for me, the best wings would have to be. Damn. Um, no, I, I would say Buffalo Wild Wings. I'm, I'm gonna take wings off of Buffalo Wild Wings. I think they're just a little bit bigger. Just yeah, a little bit bigger. They probably be bigger, but I don't know. Like the like the flavors just don't be there all the time for me at Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Sometimes they, they hit or miss on the flavors. Yeah. Like I said, Wingstop hit or miss sometimes, too. Like, they have good flavors, but they don't always prepare them right, you know? Oh, man. Don't, so. My dad, my <laughs> my dad's one of those parents where if they mess up your order, he going to call the manager. Yeah. He going to call corporate. That's my mama, bro. She, <laughs> she, my mom, like, we, we're going to get a gift card or a refund. You'll get like, something. Not, and my yeah. dad was like, oh, man, they messed up. I'm like, you just leave it alone. He's like, no. And then they always come back and they always give them something free. Yeah. <laughs> So I, I I gotta start being like my dad. Sometimes I'm like that. Sometimes I catch myself like I'll go somewhere and I'm like, man, they messed up my order, and I start trying to talk to the manager. I'm like, oh no no no, no. like I don't want to. I ain't got time for this shit. <laughs> no no, but yeah. Um, but that's probably my fun fact, bro. Like, I'm a picky ass eater. I love fucking chicken. But chicken is so good though. That's what I'm saying. Bro. I just it's, made chicken today, and there's so many ways to make it. Like like yeah, like the cliche is like the fried chicken, but I love baked chicken, grilled chicken. If I go get tacos, I'm probably getting chicken on my tacos. Like I just like chicken, bro. It, it's it's way easier to digest than other types of meat, mm-hmm. like seafood too. But like I said I can't eat the seafood, so it's the next best thing. I feel like. I mean, I feel like I feel like that sucks for you though, because like everybody say someone, that you know someone's seafood for you. you know? I, I found a way to get fat without it, bro. So <laughs> I think I think I did all right. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, like I said, I made chicken yesterday. I mean, today for lunch, yeah. I had. See, what I like to do is I, my little secret. <laughs> I'll get one of the little plastic freezer bags. Yeah. Throw in the seasoning, put a little salt, put a little pepper, put a little all-purpose uh, seasoning, put some little cayenne, put yeah. some uh, some cumin, put some, you know, put the oil, put the chicken, lather it up, slap it, hit it, do whatever I got to do. Yeah. Put it on the on the pan, heat it up so it's crispy on, on both sides where you can, you know, put some rice, put some vegetables, and boom, like that. Like, a little, like a little bowl. So, yeah. But I, I always buy chicken. I buy chicken and beef when I can yeah. at, at, uh, at Walmart because, you know. You can get a lot for it, and it'll right. last for a while. But exactly. That's that's a pretty good unpopular opinion. That's a pretty. I didn't. You know, you'd be picky eater. <laughs> yeah, I'm big as I am, <laughs> as much as it look like I eat, I pretty much eat the same shit damn near every day. So, but yeah, so you said it's been a year since you put out off the books, right? Yeah, it's been like a year and a half now. A year and a half. Okay. Yeah, yeah like it came out August of twenty one. Yeah, because we were supposed to. We were going to uh, <coughs> do something like around that time. You wanted to do it for the year. Yeah. So I put out some music to celebrate it coming out for a year. So one looking year back on that, like that whole experience since it's been a year and a half now, like what could you say was, I guess, like a learning moment and like. One of the best times for you, I guess, recording that. Like, what was something we were like, damn, that was, I didn't think that would be fun, but it was, or like, yeah. I didn't think um, that would, you know. The the recording process, um, like, it really, like, the recording process was 
it wasn't it was like probably like a six month process. I started recording June of twenty twenty. I finished like end of twenty twenty. Okay. It really it took a long time for it to get mixed. It took a long time to get mixed and to get all my assets ready because like I knew like when I, I put out those three EPs before, like I put out one in eighteen, nineteen, and twenty. And um, each time I was supposed to be kind of like teaching myself how to market a project, but like just not having the money and not really like having the know-how. I was kind of like, I put it out, do certain things. I might do one thing for this one. Like at the first EP, I, was, I shot two videos. The second one probably had the most video-ready songs. I didn't shoot no videos, but I did hella shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, the third one, the pandemic hit, so I had one video. I dropped it, but I did, I did no shows. I didn't do nothing to promote it besides posting online. So I was supposed to be trying to figure out how to actually promote a project before I put out a big one. So for this one, I made sure, try to have everything in order before, have the cover art ready, have the music ready, have um, visuals ready, have plans to promote people I want to reach out to, all that stuff. And I did a we did a decent job with it. Um, I think the most fun part was like just seeing the response when it finally came out because I said that was my first time doing something. That important to be honest, like I said, EPs. Like I think my EPs were good, but when you hear four songs, like oh, this was tight, but you not like you might find one of the songs out to see a playlist or go back to it every once in a while. But an album really has a different type of aura to it that makes people want to revisit it and like kind of it creates its own world almost. So when you create a world with this album, it makes people want to visit that world from time to time. So are you more of a album guy or a singles guy? A- absolutely, album like. Um, for myself, for show album and like, like let's say you if you want to put me on an artist, I'm gonna ask you for a single first before I try album. But if I like you, I want to hear album. Um, yeah. I don't know it's just more to it. It's like, like, do you want a snack or do you want a full course meal? And I, I'm, I'm, I'm a fat boy. I'm gonna try <laughs> a full course meal every time. You know what I'm saying? But um, yeah, just learning how to put an album out. And I like, I told myself I was gonna promote and keep pushing that album. For a year, and I did it. Like we put it out, <clears throat> we, we we started the rollout um, April of 2021. Mm-hmm. I put out this first single, um, put that single out, and like stuff like because of time and stuff got sidetracked. But I like I like actually doing a real rollout is what was the best part probably because I put out a single, and I put out like an EP, like a short EP to announce the album. I don't know if you had seen that because you hadn't met me yet. But uh, mm-hmm. like two weeks before the album came out, I put out an EP called Two Weeks Notice. And the cover was literally saying, like, in two weeks, I'm dropping my first album. And I had the most popular, probably one of the most popular songs on the album as the single to the EP, mm-hmm. Big G. Now, so I dropped that, and I dropped a video for that a week later. And the week after that, we had the actual album. Did a release party. That was dope. Uh, had a free mm-hmm. event in my homie Drew's uh, Spot Imperial. That was that was fun, because like it really was like one week notice of the party, and like 75 people came out. Oh, wow. And then <clears throat> later on, like I said, dropped the album. Uh, we had some good press behind the album. I was mentioned in Houstonia. Uh, got, later on, got mentioned in Houston Press, uh, different other publications. I did a couple interviews. Um, <clears throat> and then um, probably, probably the most proud moments of the stuff I did this year because I was able to put on two shows by myself mm-hmm. around the album. Like uh, In April of this year, we did just the Off the Bus concert. I had three of my homies who were on the album opened up for me, but I gave them like long sets, like 30 minute sets. And I, I went for over an hour. I did the album and a bunch of other songs people like for me. And that was like, to this, like, that was the most smooth show I've ever been a part of. And I was surprised that the first show I put, I put together was so smooth. Mm-hmm. It, it was just like, I was, I was literally amazed at how well it went, like to the point where I forgot I had to perform at the end. Really? Like, I, wow. was, like, I was like, I was like, that was my first time organizing an event in my life ever. <clears throat> 
But um, I had booked somebody. I, I, I booked my friends. I had found a venue, all that good stuff. My one of my homies, my homie Jay Smith, an amazing DJ. He DJ for me, and a homie of uh, 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 Cut Up AT DJ for me too. But um, having to get all the pieces together, I had to, I booked the food truck to be outside. I booked some uh, people to serve drinks. Um, I had my merch table. One of my homies had a merch table, and everybody who came there with something to profit off of made money. And seeing the stuff ran on time. We we filled the venue up. People had a good ass time. Uh, great pictures came from it, and it was just super memorable, bro. Like, and it was crazy. I got up there. Like, I did like over an hour set. I lost my voice about two, three songs in. Really? And like, I had to just keep rapping until my voice kind of like drinking water kind of came back a little bit. But man, like that shit was nuts. That was the like I felt. I felt more accomplished doing that show than I did making the album. Like it was crazy. And then uh, September we did um, we did the House of Blues Foundation Room, and I got a live band and we did it like unplugged, like with just live instruments. That was my first time performing with live instruments, like wow. ever. I, I did I did one set with I only did two songs with live instruments, but I did the whole album one through thirteen with them, and it was totally different. And I was tired as fuck afterwards because I'm <laughs> like, it's a stigma in hip hop that say if you rap with your backing vocals, you're not a real MC. Mm-hmm. Me performing, and um, and the reason I did for a long time was because I was doing a lot of open mics and shit, and like a lot of the sound systems was shitty, so I wasn't about to go to a venue trying to get new fans or trying to impress somebody, and you can't hear me, so I just play the song, make sure I rap louder in the song, you know I wasn't lip syncing, but like doing it without with that man, ain't no backing vocals, it's just the instruments and you. So my like and like I, I I lose and my friends make fun of me because I need to work on this before I start get to the level of going. So I lose my voice every time I perform. So I was fucked up up there, but we got th- I actually did better that show than the April show. But I got through it, and I, I felt like I had fucking ran a marathon. I was tired as hell. But yeah, yeah. this is, there's a thing of like performing like with the band. Like I mean, I've been doing this since I was ten. Like musically, I grew up in church, so I started playing. You know, with this yeah. and that. So like I understand like it, it it's a thing like yeah, when you up sure. there then you singing you playing it's like damn yeah <laughs> and then you sweating and it, it's just a whole different thing so, and I yeah. sweat a lot bro like I, I need like a rag when I'm on stage like literally like if I go up there without a rag somebody gonna bring me one because it'd be bad bro like so throw off from the stage whoop. yeah nah for real I need a <laughs> I need a rag I need some water I prefer a wireless mic. And yeah, yeah, because you want to move around. That's, yeah. that's all I need, though, bro. We gonna rock out. Like that's my favorite part of being an artist, like performing. Yeah, for sure. So have um, have you like gotten hit up by some of the local guys here? Like, like, hey, bro, come through. Let's let's do a session. Let's do something. Like, um, I work with a lot. Like none of like the quote unquote famous ones. The probably the most famous artist I'm cool with is probably Dende. I love Dende. Shout Dende. out to Dende. Dende man. amazing, man. I fuck with Dende. Yeah, Dende. But I met Dende. Dende wasn't doing the stuff he's doing now. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm super proud of him. But yeah, like, like he probably the biggest artist I like got contact with. But um, yeah, like I, I'm, I fuck with everybody, bro. Like I'm, like everybody who cool, and I, I try to be cool too. So I don't work with quite a few people, but I, I really keep it with my same people I know. But if you look at the album, even like um, like my homie B Val, he's an amazing artist. But I've been knowing him since high school. Mm-hmm. Um. My homie Oblivious Jones on there. He from Mo City, uh, super dope. To me, the hardest rapper in Mo City right now. Um, and yeah, like I, I met him 2018 when I first started really getting my shit together. Um, it's been multiple artists. Uh, like I said, I know CI. I haven't made music with him yet, <clears throat> but I know he's on your last episode. Mm-hmm. Um, Kiran and Nomad. 
Uncle Tino. Uh, I, I can I can go on for. I can, I, can, I can finish the podcast naming artists, bro. I know so many people. Lakita Balan, Brooke Bird, um, Jay Tona. And that's not so he He's making songs too super hard. Uh, my homie Carter, my homie Q, uh, Ty Titty. Um, it's female artist. Aisha K, she sings. She's super dope. Uh, Empress Ari. I, I, can go, I can go on for hours, oh, yeah, bro. There's yeah. a lot of people. A lot of people you need to check out. I'm going to put you on. I'll make you a playlist or something. Well, yeah, it's, for it's sure. A lot of, it's yeah. a lot of dope people in the city, man, on for every side of the city. And, yeah. Um, I, well, shout out to shout out to the people out there in Mo City, man. If, yeah. For the people that don't know it, Missouri City. This is it's, it's outskirts of Houston. So yeah. For people don't know, because I got people that listen to LA. I got people that listen to New York. I got yeah. So they don't know. They don't know the Houston sure. lingo. They don't know stuff like that. Like sometimes, like I'll talk and they're like, "Oh yeah, we'll do an episode." I was like, "All right, bet." And they're like, "What do you mean, bet?" I'm like, "Bet." <laughs> like. What are you talking? I, I, me and Mark Drew were talking about that. Like we were talking, just then they're like bet, and they're like they don't know what that means. They don't know something. what bet means. They, know, I mean, they know what bet means. Like okay, for sure, but like yeah. bet can just mean totally different thing here in Houston. Sometimes yeah, like we talking, we're like all right, bet, bet, you know, just yeah. bet, bet, bet. It's so many different you know like uh, meanings to it. Yeah, so they're like, well, what do you mean? I'm like, like, bet. All right, it's on. Oh, oh, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah, sure, okay, cool. You know, <laughs> what I really want to do, I want to get this this guy out here. His name's King Mexico. He's uh, he lives out, uh, I think, in Brooklyn. It might have been Brooklyn or uh, Manhattan, near New York. Mm-hmm. And he just he's got that 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 accent, you know, that New Yorker accent. And I was like, <laughs> I want to talk to him and just like talk with my Houston accent with his New York and just like see yeah. like, like what does that mean? What is this? It, it, it'd be a good time, but. Yeah, I mean, not a lot of people know our lingo. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. Like, I, I mean, <laughs> when I'm around people that ain't from the city, I definitely try to limit my usage of hoe. Because <laughs> obviously we know ho, anything yeah. is hoe. Like, that, yeah. that hoe was live, or that hoe trash, or I need that hoe, or whatever. Or, like, or that hoe is a hoe, like, whatever. So, it's hoe, it could yeah. be, we all know person, place, thing, adjective. That's a verb. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a verb, everything, whatever. So, I try to, like, if I'm around somebody who ain't from the city, I try to limit my whole usage. But, yeah, man. Like, yeah, like Houston, Houston lingo is definitely exclusive uh, oh, to yeah. us, for sure. Exactly, man. It, it's it's funny. When I went into L.A., it was it was different. Like, they have a different lingo. They talk. Yeah. Just they, like, they say all the ERs and shit. Yeah. I, I went to L.A. Uh, last June. Um, yeah, that shit was cool. I had a good time. But, yeah, they definitely be on some, like... They gonna pronounce that word. They gonna e r i n g. Uh huh. Yeah, they, we we gonna cut everything short. Like, we ain't bad as like Atlanta, but we way worse than L A. <laughs> For sure. Because Atlanta gonna say half the word. So yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Same, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like I, I got a homie. His name is uh, Ken. I've had him on the podcast, and sometimes I cannot understand where he's saying because he just he's got the southern draw. Where he from? He from um. Where does where does Ken stay at? <clears throat> um, no, he don't live in the southwest side. He lives somewhere. Mm-hmm. Homie moves around a lot. But Houston, though. Yeah. Okay. I think I'm gonna say 1960 area. Yeah. But like, you know what I'm saying, man? Like, yeah. I, like, I had to translate <laughs> for him one time because we were at HISD, and someone was like, "What is he saying?" I was like, "Hold on." I was like, "Come here, Kim." And he starts talking to me. And I was like, "Oh, he wants you to do this and do that." And he was like. <laughs> He's like, I can't understand. I was like, it's not that hard. It's not that hard to understand. Like, when you understand the Houston slang, it's not that hard. Man, you know you from Houston if you 
can listen and understand like a youngster verse. Like if you can listen to knocking pictures off the wall and like you know exactly what he's talking about, you know you from Houston. Or you listen to uh to his verses on wanna be a baller and I'm a baller, I'm a twinkie, his crawler blades on the baller diamond. Yeah, you know if you talking about, you know you from Houston. It's funny when I see white people in the club when that song comes on and they're just like dancing. I'm like, I don't know. What just, <laughs> it just vibes, bro. We don't know what he talking about. I like this beat. Yeah, let's do it. I was um I don't know if you heard, there's this podcast, I forgot what it was called, but it was a seven or eight episode of DJ Screw. Word. And it was, oh man, it was so good. It was so <coughs> good. Like it chronicled from like his beginnings to when he moved here to Houston, when he was working with people. Yeah. And then it talks about, you know, June 27th. Like they did a whole episode about June 27th. Yeah. I didn't know it was... This song slowed down and this and that. Oh, I forgot the name of the group that was a. Uh, oh, uh, it was a crisscross song. Chris, yeah, I was like, I was like, what the fuck, crisscross? Yeah, it was a crisscross. Oh, I, I didn't know. Song. Like growing up, like I was like, you know, I was like crisscross. I was like those dudes. Yeah, and yeah, they sound like he sampled the Biggie shit for crisscross, and then they took the shit and used it for yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, like that's it. That it's a really good podcast. There's like seven episodes, seven or eight, and then it, they just break down a lot of stuff. Yeah. And, you know, DJ Screw doesn't. I and I've said this before. I don't know how some people would take this, but I, I'm pretty sure you might agree with me. So you got, you got the West Coast. You got Dre. You got Snoop. You got um, DJ Quick. You got all those guys. You got the East Coast. You got Nas, Jay Z. You got uh, fucking um, what's it called? Uh, Tribe called Quest. You got uh, mm-hmm. you know you got all those guys. And, you know, nobody ever mentions South. Yeah. Like, when they do the South, it's like Atlanta. You know, they'll talk about Migos or talk about somebody else. Yeah. But it's like, I, f- I feel like Houston should be not tied, but it should be up there with, like, when you mention West Coast, East Coast, like, you should mention the South. No, I, it, I think it is. Like, I'm, like, it might not be mentioned as often as it should be, but I, I do this all the time. Like, I had this conversation all the time, like... Mm-hmm. Like, we can look at right now. Like, really, like, right now, but definitely, like, I'll say, like, by 2018, we could have said we had the biggest rapper in the world with Travis Scott. We could have said we had the, one of the biggest female rappers in the world with Megan Thee Stallion. We could have said we had the biggest underground rapper in the world with Sauce Walker or Max O'Cream. Mm-hmm. Beyonce is from Houston. That always counts. You know what I'm saying? So Houston Houston in the mix, for sure. Like, you look at something like, like when you look at, like, some West Coast shit, Q really fucked with Scarface. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So it's the connection that East Coast people fuck like he had Nas Jay Z on the same album while they was beefing on the fits. You know what I'm saying? DJ Premier crafted a lot of that East Coast sound. He's from Houston. So it's a lot of we, we our DNA is throughout the industry. Mm-hmm. I feel like so Yeah, I, and I yeah, I totally agree with you. I, I, I feel I like for like the general audience. Yeah. Like when everybody mentions like West Coast, East Coast they don't really mention because they don't really know but once you deep down right. into like Oh, he did. Oh, did this? Did, did, did like? Oh, fuck! Like yeah. Houston is in that mix. They are like the the core of a lot of things. For sure, but that shit. That's why they are the general audience because they don't know. That's why they just general. They are not a core audience because they don't do the research. They just listen to what's in front of them. Exactly. So like, I, I used to like get offended when I felt like Houston was overlooked. But I'm like, man, it, like it's really one of those. Just another. You say people hate vibe. If you know, you know. 
what I'm saying? A lot of people don't know, but a lot of times, like, it's hella writers from Houston that's crazy that don't even have, like, put songs out on their own consistently. Like, and producers and it's a bunch of shit, bro. Like, we, we, we got, we, we probably do deserve more respect, but we definitely getting the checks and we yeah. definitely putting the work in. You like, know? I really do think that, like, there should be more respect. Like, every, yeah. like there's a lot of people that don't know who DJ <coughs> is. Yeah. Like, it's wild. Like, how you know who DJ's crew is? Like, yeah. I think I had a friend out there in L.A. I think I talked about it. And he was like, who? And I'm like, bro, come on, man. I said the same talking. A lot of people who do that you wouldn't expect to. Like, my manager is from, he live in L.A. right now. But he from, like, a small, he from Ann Arbor, Michigan. Mm-hmm. But he long before he met, he probably know more about Houston hip hop history than me. He's from Michigan, you know what I'm saying? So like, it's people like I don't know how that shit reached him when he was coming up. Mm-hmm. He, he like he probably about like five, four or five years older than me. But I don't know how that shit reached him when he was coming up. But it did. He was on. He was listening to Screw Tapes. He was listening to UGK. All that shit when he was coming up, like middle school, high school. And he he ain't never come to Texas after he graduated college in like 2014. That was the first time in Texas. But he had he he knew like he know if I play a, like a Houston class he gonna sing that bitch with me you know <laughs> and so he he only been to Houston like probably like three four times so really? that's coming to fuck with me but damn yeah so that's wild so yeah so like as, as, like for every, for every person that don't know is somebody who you wouldn't expect to know that does know I feel like hmm. that's always interesting yeah man there's different perspectives so. Since you were in the local scene, who's somebody that you get excited, like, seeing, I guess, coming up with the ranks with you, like, a local guy, like, you're like, oh, that dude, that dude's gonna blow up, you know, one of these days, like, who, who to you is one of those people that you see that, you know, that's gonna be up there? It's hard not to do. Other than you. It's hard not to be biased, like, I got a lot of homies that do this shit, you know, so, like, the person that, when you say that, the first person I think of is my homie, B-Val. Like, um, he he from Echo Songs too. Mm-hmm. He raps and sings. He does everything. He like my, off the books. He recorded and mixed it. Okay. So he he mixes. He produces a little bit. He do a little bit of everything. So like when I think about who gonna make it, that I think of it's like he like the first person to come to mind. Okay. But like it's a bunch, bro. Like have all the people I was naming before. I believe in all of them. I think all of them could do it if they focus and they stay consistent. You know, uh, if I can give like another one, um, shit. Said, there's so many people It's tough bro um, Man I'm gonna say uh, You ever heard of, You ever heard of This chick Peyton No Peyton already like Like she done Like she's She's bigger than like, like I, I don't know her personally I, like, I, I've interacted with her On social media before But that's probably it but uh, Peyton is like she done had music on TV shows and shit like that before. She's super dope. She make like it's like R and B, but it's kind of like neo ish. Okay. But like she like like if I had to compare it to somebody, it would be kind of like Scissor ish. Okay. Not like her voice don't really sound like Scissors, but the writing is kind of similar. Um, she dope. Uh, my homie Five, he from Mo City. He dope. He sing and produce and rap. He like he he sings so good, you'll be shocked when you hear him rap. Cause he rap his ass off. Like and he make beats and shit too. Like he dope, bro. Um, homie Stopper, uh, I don't even know what's out of town. Stopper from I met him at an event, but he dope. He be making plays. Like it, it's hell. Like bro, the city is flourishing to to me. In my opinion, it's hella people that's just really you just gotta working. look for them, yeah. right? You just gotta like be on the scene, bro, and know and like not be scared to network and like show that love. Because man, there's so many people that's. That's working hard and making progress. Buddy Roe, Buddy Roe out of Mo City. Buddy Roe be going crazy. Buddy Roe did music for the fucking Matrix Resurrections movie. You know, like people be doing shit 
For real. So damn, man. Yeah. See, and I got, I gotta get put onto this. Because yeah, if well, I don't, I feel like I'm gonna be outside the loop. Right. You as a as a podcaster, you part of the media, so you gotta. I have to man. acknowledge the people and putting the work in. Exactly. And like, how how am I going to bring up my fellow Houstonians if I don't know about them? Right. Exactly. Yeah. Like I like I said, I'm put your music out. I put Mark Drews. I put uh, Nico's. I put out uh, Tino. I got you know CA. Yeah. I got all these people. You know, like. Yeah. I put their music out there. Yeah. I put them on the playlist. Like, hey, man, you guys check these guys. Yeah, out, all them deserve to be heard too, man. But exactly. that's the hard, probably the hardest thing about being in the city is so many, so many. So we we the fourth largest city, bro. So many people, so much talent, and like it's, it's a hell of people, but it's not hell of quote unquote industry out here. Mm-hmm. So if you if you were looking to get signed or something like that, it's a little tougher to do out of Houston because the only option you really got to sign to out here is like fifteen oh one, which ain't. If that's what you want to do, that's cool, but that ain't everybody route. Everybody don't fit with them. You know? wants, if you're going to get signed, you got to go to L.A. Right. Like you got to go to L.A., you got to go to Atlanta. And it's like everybody ain't got the means to do that all the time. But this is an industry where they don't care, bro. You got you ain't got the money to do it. They're going to say you should be doing it more than they're going to say, oh, damn, hopefully we can help you out. It's like, nah, if you ain't got the bread, you go get out the way because you ain't going to be able to do nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So no, shit. Yeah, it's it's tough, bro, but it's it's tough. But I, I, like for me, it feels like it's worth it because – the progress I made from where I started is like shit. Like I really look like when I look back at it, all the shit I wanted to do when I started rapping, I've already done it. Besides, like make a shit ton of money and go on tour, but putting out an album, putting on a show, uh, doing features for people, um, being able to travel off with my music, having my name in rooms I never been in. Like I've done all that. You know what I'm saying? So <clears throat> it's dope to like just. The, the journey I was on the phone with my homie earlier we were talking about how crazy the journey been and how it ain't low key going how we expect it but it's been just as if not even more amazing mm-hmm. so. exactly and I mean that can all be attested to you know God because you know we're both we're both religious people God is in our life and yeah. honestly without without you know him we, we wouldn't be in this vision like right. honestly I would not be here you yeah, know if I didn't so. have faith and I didn't trust in, in God and just like hey look man just you know growing up it was like, oh, yeah, I believe in God. I do this and that, you know, this and that. It's, you know, all that stuff that we were supposed to do. But right. it wasn't until I got older until I was like, you know what? You got to go through some shit. Oh, you got to go through. Yeah. So like, nah, I like, got real. God really and, and real. It's funny because I'm the kind of person that like, and everybody will ask you, I'm a perfectionist. Yeah. I got to sometimes have things go my way. And if they don't, I, you know, I get upset. But yeah. like I said, it wasn't until I got a little bit over maybe a couple years ago where I was like, you know what? Just go ahead. Do yeah. what you do. What you gonna do? Do what you gotta do. I'll follow. Yeah. I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna get upset. I'm not gonna just do what you gotta do. And honestly, like I said, it's been a huge blessing. Like I, if I wouldn't do podcasting, I wouldn't have met all these great people. I wouldn't have met you. Yeah. I wouldn't have met Russ. I wouldn't have met Mark Drew. I wouldn't have met Tino. I wouldn't have met all these great people. But God has put this in my life. He's given me this platform mm. to. To speak to all these people and to be an influence and be somewhat of a light. Like, I mean, I know some of the stuff I talk about is it's not Christian-like, I know. But I want my life, you know, moving forward to be like an example. Like, oh, he's different. He's not He's not that. He's he's, got, he's always smiling. He's always something. So, like, yeah. you know, that's the kind of thing I want to do with my platform is to, to be good, but to be like, hey, look, the reason why I'm good is because of God. Right. It's not. It's not me. All the success is not me. Right. You know. I. This. This room. This. This this apartment. This equipment. It's not me. I could have been working at Target still if I wanted to. (laughs) Yeah. You know. I wouldn't have been making no money. But 
throughout all those things, all that, those trials and trip, I, I'm here. Yeah. And I, I'm happy. And, and, and it's all glory to God, man. Pray. So, so just like it says on your, your jersey. On the hoodie, yes, sir. Don't <laughs> Where'd make, you get don't, the hoodie? This one? This is my, my brother. Oh, that's bro. your, show, show the camera. Yeah, man, you know what I'm saying? We got praise to this. We got God by these bingo hoodies. That's, if you listen to my music, that's my ad lib. I say praise all the time. And that praise ain't for me. That praise is going to God. But it's just like me thanking God for giving me the ability to do what I do. And give like me the ability hoodie. to reach people. So yeah, these are available. Godbodymakeup dot com. Get you a praise hoodie. Okay, and you Check know what? Man. You know what I want to do. Uh, um, <laughs> I want to. You know, like how in the NFL or in the NBA, the jersey trade, swap. I want to start doing that. Man. Yeah. Like I, I was telling a homeboy at the like, bro, we need to do like merch swap. Yeah. Because we're all podcasters. We have like a little community. We're all cool. I think that would be pretty cool. Like to start swapping. Yeah. I, mean, I, th- I think that'd be dope. Yeah. That'd be dope. So one of these days. Uh, I'll get you We'll swap Yeah We'll swap We'll do that we'll do The whole thing I got hoodies and all that Merch and stuff like that hoodies. What's wrong So um, Going back to music So We got Some of the biggest artists We got Lil Kiki We got Paul Wall You got Slim mm-hmm. Who Okay Top three Who are the top three You would love to work with Love to work with Yes And, and they were like Hey bro Like the famous Houston artists The famous Houston Yeah uh, famous do, Can I say Beyonce Of course that's number fucking one, Beyonce. Come on with that. Like it's Beyonce. I, I don't know the explanation either. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, definitely Beyonce. And I, I'm gonna say Slim just because I'm from the North. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I I didn't realize until I got older. But like, man, I I, I damn this old Slim Thug shit. Like, cause like you listen to my shit. There's a lot of North side. There's a lot of boss shit. And that was all Slim Thug. Like I don't rap like Thug, but I definitely was influenced by him mad early. And um. If I had to, it's, it's always hard when you put a number on it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Beyonce, Thug. Um, Go one more. <laughs> it's, it's it's so many. And I, I hate that so many of them passed, too. Because really, if I, had to, if I had to put somebody else up there, probably somebody already passed. But for as far as living, uh, I, think, I think me and, um, me and Scarface. I was like, just about, I was just thinking yeah, like, that too. I was like, like face, yeah. felt like face is probably my favorite Houston rapper ever. Uh, I think he's the, I think he's the best, you know. And um, I'm, I'm really ashamed to me, so I don't think about that. I was just trying to think about so many people though, but they yeah, like face for sure. Like I, I felt like he was like the first one for real. Like so, yeah, like face, Thug, and Beyonce for yeah, sure. If I, if I if I can do something that passed, it'll be definitely Hawk, Pat, and Mo. Okay, okay. Yeah, I can see you with like Pimpsey a little bit. <sighs> I, I I couldn't even man that that'll be that's a whole different tier working with Pimp because Pimp Pimp gonna produce it Pimp gonna sing on that motherfucker Pimp gonna rap on that motherfucker Pimp gonna mix it and Pimp gonna talk shit after we done so yeah Pimp a whole another one but I I, I leave I, like I don't leave them out but I don't when you ask me Houston artists they they from Port Arthur so I'll stay the Houston one yeah but like Pimp a whole another like I'll probably take Pimp over them everybody I said but yeah yeah I would I think. I think the one thing that would be like not saying that those are not possible, but I think like you and Bun, I think I can see you and Bun doing something. Yeah, Bun is always in the community. Yeah, Mo I would be love outside. to have him on my podcast, man. But I hey, what's like up, Bun? Be... Bring a trip, bring a through, man. <laughs> I mean, For I've uh, I've reached out like on Instagram. I've messaged like Slim Thug. I messaged Paul Wall. Yeah. I messaged. And I'm like, oh, you know, it's never gonna work. Yeah. You know, they'll never read it. But like, you gotta it's... go outside, bro. You gotta go. I see know. Him. And I, it's so 
I mean, he's about to open a place up yeah. up there for Shepard with his uh, trill burger. So right. maybe if he's there, maybe. He might be able to aim at a podcast. Come on, Professor Bunn. Come yeah, on, come on, baby, man. Come, <laughs> yeah, come talk to some of the people I mean, in the community. Oh, man, that'd be so good just to hear some stories from him. And yeah. Just talk and just, like, really interview. Like, I know some people, there's the interviewing process where they just ask the basic questions. Right. But for me, I'm like, so what was going through your mind when you... We're doing this with with Pam. Like, what was it like? You know, your first show, like when you first got signed. Like, what was what was going through your head? Like, what, yeah. the, what now? Like, the, your older man. Like, looking back, like, what are your regrets? What are your, you know, it would, I would I would love to do something with him, especially yeah. with Paul Wall too. I mean, because Paul Wall's been like that guy. Yeah, and I'd be like, hey man, you don't remember me? Like, you know. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, man, it just I see I see a lot of good stuff and people like when I told Mark Drew when Mark came on. We, I was doing this thing where uh, Russ gave me four artists, and I was doing two artists on one episode. So one got like 30 minutes or an hour, and one got another 30 minutes or an hour. Mm-hmm. When I had Mark on, I was like, Mark, you're going to do big things, bro. Like, you're going to do some stuff. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, you know, whatever. Come to find out, you know, he does this stuff for the Astro stuff. You know, people start noticing it, and he just gets all this coverage. Yeah. And then, you know, he gets to perform at the parade. Word. And I'm like, we, like I was talking to him last week, and I'm like, bro, the stuff we just talked about like yeah. months ago, it happened for you, you know. And I, I don't like to tell you, but like whenever people come on, good stuff happens. Oh well, shit, I didn't <laughs> struck gold, <laughs> goddamn. Maybe that's why I didn't work the first time. I wasn't ready. I'm ready now, God. Shoot. Yeah, so I mean, but it. yeah, I mean, like I said, I, I listen to your music and. You're such a good dude, man. You're so man, cool. I like it, man. I see good things like in your music, and I, I like the audience. Like I hope it reaches, goes far, and you get more shows. And like I said, I will support you, man. You What's tell up? me, like, hey, bro, I got this coming on. Can you promote this? Can you share this? Yeah, of course, I will do it. You know, I appreciate so, that, man. That's love. So. Did you get a chance to listen to that record I sent you before? Uh, uh, I got it. You ain't gonna listen to it. I know I sent it right before I came. No, so. yeah, I, I was trying to hook up to the Bluetooth on uh-huh. here. Somehow it won't. Catch on my phone. I, I, I don't want to play it on the show, though, man, because uh, I don't know if it's on. If this gonna come out before, or after the song coming out. You know what? Uh, when when is your song coming out? So I can see if I can maybe put it in like post production or something. Uh, January nineteenth. Nineteenth. Yeah. Oh, okay, perfect. I'll put it in like right, like somewhere in the like right here is when I'll put the song and I'll play the whole song, and then you know. Yeah. Um, but the song that you're talking about. Um, what is it, and uh, what was the writing process for you, and what does it mean like to you, man? Um, so you didn't listen to it yet? I haven't. I wanted, okay. I, so like well, I said, I'll listen to it and I'll, I'll put it in post production. Yeah. Well. Um, yeah. So the song is it's it's a it's a fun song, almost a funny song. Okay. Uh, I wrote it just. I wrote. I was actually at work when I wrote it. Like I, I literally took a break to finish writing the song because it was just coming to me. Um, it's an older beat My homie Benson made Like a beat he made Like a couple years ago I just never did nothing to And decided to hop on it um, And the song is basically Like a parody of Me having haters Oh And um, Yeah I think it's gonna Kind of just show people A different style of writing for me Something more lighthearted Cause a lot of my music Kind of serious to people uh, It's more lighthearted It's more fun We shooting a really Dope video for it uh, This coming weekend And um yeah, like the song is. I'm looking at the song to be something to catch people's attention because it's not what I usually would do. I'm trying to step outside of myself a little bit. Okay, that's cool. That's yeah. cool. it's always to do like a 
like a quick left turn to show people right. like, hey, you know, I, I can do this too. Yeah, I can, I can make people laugh. I can make people smile. I can right, make, you know, it's uh, yeah. I'll, like I guess I didn't get to listen to because when you sent it to me, I was like, I gotta see if I can hook up to which phone and then yeah. On. So, but I, I'll, I will listen to it. And of course, you know, not like I said, I'll put it in post production. You know, yeah. You know. If you uh free Sunday, put up to the shoot, man. What it's, am I doing this Sunday? I think I might be. I think I might be messed up on Sunday. <laughs> Because uh, this weekend that we're recording, uh, I'm having a Christmas party. Okay, so and then, a Christmas party tomorrow too. And then the homies want to go watch the World Cup. Yeah, and it's like at nine in the morning. Yeah, so you know they're gonna come over here and they're gonna, we're gonna like we're gonna pre-drink and all this. Stuff. <laughs> I'm like, bro, it's seven in the morning. All right, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, I'll see if I can. I'll yeah. see if I can. If not, it's that evening. If you can't, hey, it's, it's all good. There'll be more. But yeah. I'm, I'm just, this is the first time I'm actually inviting uh, people to come be extras in a video. Oh That's yeah, man. Just... For, if you ever need like an extra, like bro, hit me yeah. up. I would love to be in some music videos. <laughs> and sure. like I said, I'll, I'll, I'll see if I can start wearing like my inside the north side stuff. Yeah, maybe the praise thing. You know, represent. You know, just throw up the H. You know, yeah. and all that. But yeah, man, for sure. Let me know. All right, That's so all. this is the part of the show. Uh, where we do unpopular opinions, so okay. I, I feel like you might have some unpopular opinions. You gave me one earlier talking about, you know, man, unpop like about what? Give me a topic, uh, and I can okay. get unpopular opinion. Let's do the easiest one: music. Uh, unpopular opinion: Hip hop is in a great place right now. A lot of people say hip hop is in a bad state and it's dying, and nobody make real music. I totally disagree. I think hip hop is as healthy as it's ever been. Um, cause it's so many different things going on, and like I think that's the that was the point for people to be able to express themselves however they wanted to, and um, I think the people trying to like gatekeep and make rules about how you supposed to make music is fucking up music. I think that's the problem more than the people. Like I don't like everything that's out, but that's the point. You're not supposed to like everything. Everything ain't for everybody. Mm-hmm. So um, that's my that's one of my unpopular opinions for sure. That hip hop is in a really good state. As opposed to it's not. Yeah, you know what? You're right. Not a lot of people understand that, like, you don't have to like everything that comes out. Right, that's not the point. That's yeah. not the purpose. You don't, you don't have to like everything Lil Dirk put out. You don't have to right. like everything that Drake puts out. You right. don't have to like any of that. It's, it's first, there's a certain demographic for that. Right. But, you know, it. I, I I can agree with you. I can see that where you're yeah. saying that it's in a healthy place. Yeah, I mean, I, like you said, some people might be like, "Oh, because you got this, you got that." Yeah, you pe- know? people swear don't nobody make real music no more. I just disagree. But bro. what is? Uh, but what is real music? Exactly. Honestly? What that's is real the, music? That's the real question. Like, like it, it, that changes for everybody. It's person to person. That's a different definition. Because you so. know, you got the moheads who like, "Oh, this ain't real music." I'm like, "But what is real music?" Though? Yeah. Like I have a a friend, my friend Whiskey J. That's that's a, that's his that's his name. His uh, his cousin, his cousin's fifty two. He listens to like nothing but old classic rock music, stuff mm-hmm. from the eighties. And he's like, "Yeah, this is where you know people were real good musicians and real artists. This yeah. is real music." But we were talking. I was like, "Has he listened to anything that's new lately?" Because, yeah. I mean, you what can you really say is good music? Right. There's it's a definition it, it, to, to different people like. There's I listen to all kinds of stuff and I love to dig deep and look for new music and look for new artists and you know and it, there's so many good rock music rock bands out there that nobody hasn't heard of yet and, you yeah. know especially like old heads like that like my dad my dad's stuck in the 80s man like yeah. he's stuck with the heavy metal and 
and all that. Like, he likes that stuff, stuff in the 70s when he grows up. So when I show him something new, he's like, eh, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, so, but yeah, it, honestly, like, what is, what is good music? I mean, good music is, is everywhere. Good music is whatever music you like. Exactly. exactly. It's as simple as that. And it's going to change from person to person. Exactly. Okay, let me think unpopular opinion for me. And we'll do music as well. Yeah. Dang. So, and I know a lot of people are going to hate on me, man. <laughs> I know a lot of people are going to hate on me. Some people might even not want to come on the show no more. But oh, Lord. Don't, I make, just, me, don't make me stand up. Please, bro. <laughs> I, just, I just don't like Bad Bunny. I think he's <laughs> very overrated. And I get the whole thing, but just his music, it, like, okay, so, <coughs> reggaeton music, I never appreciated it until I heard this podcast that showed the origins and how everything came to be. Yeah. Up until, I guess, maybe the late 2010s, whatever. Uh, so, I was like, okay, I, I appreciate this. Mm-hmm. It all kind of sounds the same sometimes, like, it's the same beat, the same rhythm, Um but like, there's just some artists that I feel like they they just stomp it to the ground until yeah. like you know. But like I said, Bad Bunny just I, I just don't like it. I feel like he's not really being himself. Mm. Like I get it. Like the the, the 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 record companies are like, we want you to be like this kind of person. We need you to rate something like this. Mm-hmm. We need you to look like this. We need you to perform like this. Yeah. But I feel like him and some of the other guys are just not very authentic. Man, you choose the episode with me to get yourself canceled oh by slandering bad money? <laughs> Ain't nobody gonna watch this shit. Put this shit at the very end. You about to get my whole episode deleted. Nah, it's, you <laughs> nah I'm fucking with you. But yeah, nah, people love bad money, though. You're gonna have some people who are and very I, I said it. Upset. I'll it to the face. I, I yeah. Most of my pe- people are Hispanic. I'm like, I, don't, I, I it's trash. Uh, like somebody like, can you play it? I'm like, no. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm obviously I'm not Hispanic, but I don't know any bad bunny songs. So good. <laughs> good. <laughs> you don't need to. They all sound the same. So, um, but yeah, I just, I just don't. I think he's overrated. I'm but, sorry, guys, but that's just me. And this is coming from a person that listens to a lot of music. So yeah. I kind of have, I kind of have, a, I got some skin in the game. You know, I know, <laughs> you know. Uh, okay, next unpopular opinion. We did food already. Yeah. Uh, let's do something about our hometown. What's what's unpopular opinion about Houston that that people will kind of be like? Oh. Um. About Houston. Um. All right. I, I hear I got one before. Oh, what are you thinking? Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Everything. <laughs> okay. So everything outside of Beltway Eight is not Houston. Everything within the everything within the Beltway, even within Six Ten, that's all Houston. So Spring, um, what's it called? Tascacita. Mm-hmm. We'll do uh, Baytown, Pearland. Um, even Pasadena, I guess we'll say. Everything outside of Bellway is not considered Houston. It's not. So if you're from Pearland or if you're from Katy, considering you're saying you're from Houston, you're not I, from Houston. I'm going to rebuttal and say it is, bro. Because like, they don't do that in 
Well, I, I, like it's different. But like if you go to, I didn't notice till I went. But um, uh, L.A. is similar in that way. People think all these different cities is L.A. and they not like confidence is own city, mm-hmm. Long Beach is own city. But like because we not from there, we look at all that shit as L.A. Yeah. So I think like in the city, you can say what you want, but I think just to be a united front, I say all that shit is Houston. So I can like group all that shit in because, like, like we, we we saying if we say like Mo City ain't Houston, we can't claim Mo City done. You know what I'm saying? Like that shit is fucking Houston to me. I don't is, care. Is it within the loop though? I, I don't think so. But that shit, that shit pretty. If it, it's, it's on the border, if it is. I don't like. I'm. 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 I'm my, ge- my geography ain't the best, y'all. I'm. I'm, I'm, trying, I'm, trying, with. I, I'm a truck driver, so I'm trying to remember. Yeah. Uh, damn. Well, it's on this. Yeah, it's kind of in there. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of sort of in the Beltway, so we can kind of claim it. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Like like I like like if you go to like if you like if you go to Cypress, it literally says Cypress, Texas. Don't say Houston. Same thing with like um like you said like Sugarland. Uh, Katie, all that shit, but man, to me, all that shit, Houston. I, I just kind of all. I just like, have that. That this is mind <clears throat> popular because I'm not on that Amreta shit, man. I have I'm Red, I'm in Amreta. Because <laughs> here, here's another one that's that's dealing with Northside. So, at, there's people who are who live by Greenspoint uh-huh. that claim they Northside, and honestly, I think everything is Northside. Not Pat. Okay, maybe. Gulf Bank, maybe maybe a little bit before. Like Little York is kind of like that North Line North Side area, mm-hmm. and then Gulf Bank and all that. Like I think that's more North Side, and even where I'm from is not even considered true North Side. Like no, that's the North Line North Side area. Mm-hmm. But I have homies who live like close to like Greens Point. Like Greens Point definitely not. I think you tripping. I don't know, man. Greens Point is definitely. You know, I, don't, so. I mean, though, I, I heard some really OGs are like, "Nah, that's not that's not Northside." It's not. It's, it's it's its own neighborhood, but it's on the north side of the city, though. I mean, that's yes, geography wise, yes. <laughs> it like it depends on what you define it. Like, that's what, what I'm saying. I define like Northside as like right past everything that's after Little York on 45. That's all deep. <laughs> that's all deep. <laughs> but it's, it's but it's still North Houston, though. I mean, yeah. Like, are you saying it's not Houston? No, I'm saying it's Houston. I'm just it saying, is, like, yeah, they, so like they claim like Northside. Like we, we're true Northside. Yeah. Like they like want to call themselves Northside because they're in the north side of town. Yeah. But they're not in the area Northside because yeah. literally in that area we are at, if you look at the map, it says, it says North Northside. Yeah. Northside so, Northline area. So right. That's why I'm saying. Yeah, I, I feel you on that point. But like, I, I, to me, everything, to me, everything north of like, I guess. Like I'll say from like Studywood and up, you want to know. So like that's like Studywood start like what like Cross Timbers, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, yeah, like like around that area, like like once you if you go on 45 North, you go into the North to me. You know what I'm saying? So that's how I look at it. But everybody definition be different, and everybody. What well, what matters to people be different? You know what I'm saying? Because like like I said like 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 I said earlier, like I'm from Angus Homes. Um, but I, I really grew up in Inwood like most of my life, like from like, like I said, third or fourth grade on. Mm-hmm. And like, but some people I talk to, I say I, I grew up in Inwood. Oh, nigga, you ain't from Acres Homes. You, yeah, I'm like Inwood. But some people are like, bro, Inwood is Acres Homes. And I'm like, I don't really, I'm young as hell. I don't know what's what. 
But this this what it is. This is where I'm from. So whatever, yeah, how this, you feel about it is how you feel about it. Not like you, but like well, I'm talking to at the time. Mm-hmm. But it's like shit. This where I was at. This who I know. This what I know. This where I went to school. And it's just that. Like I don't really trip over the politics that much. But some people do, and I can't. I don't like people who do. I just don't. We just gatekeepers, <laughs> right? Exactly. <laughs> we want true north side, man. Right. Anyway. All right. Uh, I know I, you have one, right? Too. Um, my mine is um that there is just as much. History in the city on the north side as there is on the south side. Ooh, care to explain, man? Because like obviously, like people when people think of Houston, like if you're not from here, people gonna think about obviously DJ Screw. They gonna think about like certain landmarks or certain places on the south side. But man, Acres Homes is the largest. Um, like it was the largest like black community in the south. Mm-hmm. Like um, the like. But the 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 things were like like the fourth ward and the the freedom steps and all that shit the bricks or whatever like that's real history you know what I'm saying like not like music wise like we got just as much going obviously they more pioneers I'm not saying they didn't do it first or nothing but shit like I argue that Slim Thug Paul Wall like a million now went further than Lil Kiki and. Uh, and Big Pokey, you know what I'm saying? Like far as like how far their careers went. Not saying who you better right. or whatever, oh, no, you know what I'm saying? Right. Right. But um, I think it's just as much history in the city on both sides. Like only like far as like just like but besides music, the South Side got more because like TSU down there, like the the schools and shit is more in the yeah, South, we, whatever. We, uh, we're not that far from U of H and TSU, right? Right, now. you know what I'm saying? So, but um, for the music history though, like we got just as much going on as them. To me, like, I, like obviously, I, I, I don't, I never have no issue tipping my hat to who did it first. You know what I'm saying? It wouldn't be no switch out without screwed up click. Mm-hmm. But like, but like, we got just as much motion to me. You know what I'm saying? But obviously, that's an unpopular opinion because people gonna swear like, like people not from the north don't give a fuck about the north. And that's what that's why my music sound how it sounds. I'm putting it in your face every time because <laughs> that's where I'm from. That's all I got. But I, I got, I got respect for every side of the city though. You know what I'm saying? Whether you consider it Houston or not. You dig so, but yeah, uh, yeah. yeah man. Like I, I'm, a, I got a, I got a cake for the north because ain't nobody else gonna do it. That's why, I'm, that's why I do what I do. And like it, it's bigger than the city to me too. Like I'm, I'm not making music just for the city, but when I do talk about the city, I'm gonna talk about my side for sure. Exactly, man. <clears throat> See, and I'm one of those people that when people are like fuck north side, I'm like what? Yeah. Excuse me? No. I was like, no, 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 no. We don't go for that slander here, bro. Yeah. I was like, where are you from? Oh, I'm from Cape. Make shut the fuck up. Make the fuck out of here. Go back to your old fucking Katy Tigers and fucking <laughs> topped off and shit, man. Okay. <laughs> um, damn. Okay. So another unpopular opinion. Let's do. What's something that's 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 something to you? Like, what do you like? Like, what are your hobbies and, and, and interests? Man, and I'm, like I'm born, bro. I be listening to music and I be trying to hoop. I be with my gal. All right, well, sports. Basketball. Let's we'll do basketball since you know. Basketball unpopular opinion. Uh, I don't know if this super unpopular, but Jokic don't deserve either one of them MVPs. Hmm. And why you say that? That's good. He all right. So the the most recent one he damn sure don't deserve. That hell should have went to Jordan B. Uh, the one before probably should have went to Jordan B too, but Jordan B missed a lot of games last year. But man, I don't feel like what Jokic. I don't feel like the the work like they giving it to him off the strength of like him and I having Jamal Murray and him putting up crazy numbers. His numbers are great. I do love his game. Mm-hmm. But um, like what he's quote unquote doing without Jamal Murray, not an all star. Jamal Murray is like overrated to me. Like he he went crazy in the bubble. 
Okay. Yeah. Like he's not a bad player. He 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 get a bucket. He'll dunk on you. He can shoot a three. Kentucky, all that good shit. But um, like a lot of times you'll see like the year the year KD won MVP in 2014. Russell Westbrook missed half of that year. Russell Westbrook a bona fide All Star, especially at that time. So it makes sense for his numbers to elevate his team to do so well, and his his second best player who eventually won the MVP for himself missed a lot of games. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, you look at like a. Uh, like the James Harden one, he carrying the team. Stats crazy. Uh, team number three in the, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, I, I think I think that first time uh, the Nuggets number three, they got bounced in the first round. You the yeah. MVP, you can bounce in the first round, second round. Oh, <laughs> excuse me, bless you. Yeah, my bad. But uh, yeah, like man, like I don't think I don't think the impact they saying he making is big as they. <laughs> excuse me, good bless lord, it's right, as big right. as they say it is. Uh, I, like, I definitely think it's other players who are contributing more to their teams. And I, he is everything for that team. Don't get it twisted. But it's not defined as, like, the best player. is defined as the player that has the biggest impact on winning for their team. I don't think he's winning enough. And I don't think he like, – I think I think his team is good enough, like, especially, like, last year. Like, without him, they still would have been an okay – probably wouldn't have been a playoff team. They would have been okay because they wasn't that good with him. Mm-hmm. But, like, you look at, like, a – like uh, like I said, Joel, like the way, what, especially last year, like what Joel and B went through last year, like the whole Ben Simmons saga, and then they uh, they get James Harden, but he hurt all this other shit, and he putting up crazy numbers. They like they were like number two or or three in the East, like yeah, like that's that's an MVP to me. So I think Jokic MVPs. I don't think either one of them deserve. Definitely not the second one. Damn. Yeah, some people might be upset about that. <laughs> They'll be alright, bro. He ain't want <laughs> right. enough for you to argue for him. But I mean, I, I guess because yeah, he's with the was he's with the Nuggets, right? Yeah, he for Denver. So, yeah, so that's it, that's kind of weird. But I guess that's just something for Denver. I guess to yeah. be happy about. Um, damn. Okay, so I, this might be unpopular, but it maybe it won't be. I think uh, Luca is probably going to be like the. Is one of the best players in the NBA right now. Oh yeah, for sure. And a lot 100%. of people won't agree because they're like, "Oh no, well, he's, he's he hasn't done anything like this, and he hasn't done that, he hasn't done to the." And I'm like, "Yeah, but look at the dude ball, man. Oh, yeah, look at ball. Luka, Luka crazy. I love Luca. Like Luca and Jokic pretty similar to me, but I'm taking Luca even though Jokic got two fucking MVPs. Like I'm taking Luca yeah. over Jokic every time. And it's, like I said, I'm not a Dallas fan. Yeah, I but I mean, I would go to. I would go to a Mavericks game yeah. just to see Luka because I mean he's just that good. Yeah, he's special. Bro. He's somebody to look at. Like, there's not that many people in, in the NBA that are like that special like he is. Yeah, you know, coming from where he came from and then just 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 doing crazy thing. Man, come on! Imagine if he was on like a really good squad that like with yeah. other people. Oh man, he would. He probably would have a ring already by now, but. He, he young though, man. People like Luca like twenty four, bro. He got plenty of time. I thought he was older. I thought he was like twenty seven. Nah, Luca, Luca like twenty four. Like, he looks older than he did. Luca young, bro. Like he mad young, so he got plenty of time to figure it out. But like his game, his individual game is crazy. Like he, and as well as he passes, I think he still got to work on making his teammates better. Mm-hmm. Like even though he passes well, I, I don't think he creates enough space for his teammates to do their best. It's like you're gonna do as good as I let you do almost because he got the ball in his hand so much. Yeah. Kind of similar. Like Luca is playing, this is an unpopular opinion, but Luca is playing just like James Harden played when he was in Houston. They're playing the same way. <clears throat> like they, you're a bigger guard, but you you basically the point guard. Um, You got high assists, but like I said, you 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 literally getting assists when you choose to, not in the Florida offense. 
He's scoring prolifically. He about to lead the league in scoring just like James. Shoot that motherfucking step back. <clears throat> Drawing hella fouls. In Texas, it's like, it's very, it's like a mirror. It's like the same thing. Exactly. And like, <clears throat> I think he's going to be really good, but I don't think he's going to win until he starts involving his teammates more. Okay. So, All right. Yeah. All right. Well, that's, I don't have anything else. So, uh, next is, uh, what are you listening to? I usually have a sound bite <coughs> for that, but I don't mm-hmm. think I, I don't anymore. Anyways, we'll just do a, a harp for, this is, un- <laughs> this is, what are you listening to? I, I so, like that. That's a good one. <laughs> it's music. Part. So, so GBB. That's one like because I call it GBB. Yeah. Uh, what have you been listening to lately? Man, um, Ari Lennox, her new album. Smino's new album. <coughs> I'm sorry, bro. It's okay. That's okay. Allergies fucking uppercut me right now. <laughs> Ari Lennox, Smino. I'm going to see both of them in concert next year too. Um, Beyonce. Um, Um, Jid Listen to Jid shit Her loss The tw- Dragon 21 That's been in rotation A little bit um, Absol just dropped Today Or yesterday mm-hmm. I'm gonna check that out I, I watched his interview With uh, Charlamagne That shit was I didn't cry I didn't know He tried to uh, kill himself Wow And he survived And he's been a lot better since So Really wanna hear this album uh, <coughs> Man Excuse me, man. It's okay, man. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. I need some water, low key. Okay, I can use some water for sure. But um, yeah, man. That's that's like the main stuff. Like oh, the scissors, scissors just dropped too. Scissors shit crazy, bro. Scissors shit hard. Um, I, I think that's enough. I'm, I'm listening to to those. That's like <laughs> that's like the main thing's been in rotation. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So for me, oh, what have I been listening to lately? So I li- I'm a big person. I'm a big playlist guy right now. Yeah. So like that's what I'm on playlist. So what I've been listening to is a lot of classic '70s like mute songs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, stuff that they used to listen to on the AM. Like older people might know what I'm talking about. Like yeah. AM, like '70s gold. Uh, of course, Christmas music. You know, because tis the season. The, you know, <laughs> straight up. Um, damn. Uh, I was listening to a tribe called Quest. Like their playlist of their Word. stuff. Man, a lot of people need to hop on a tribe and De La Soul, man. Like, they just, I feel like a lot of people don't listen to them as much. I get because the whole Tommy Boy thing and stuff like that, blah, blah, blah. But, like, fuck it, go on YouTube and listen to De La Soul, man. Yeah. Three Feet three feet High Rising, whatever the, the album's called. This is such a good album. Yeah. Such a good I'm album. I'm one of them. I never heard either one of their albums. It's probably like hip hop blasphemy, but I've never heard uh, Tribe or De La Soul album. Oh man, it's uh, it's they're really good. Like they they were doing the whole jazz thing before you know it got big, and you know Five Dog and Q Tip and just it, they're very good parent, very good. I'm very not East Coast guy, but like I you know I I like Tribe and I like I like Dela. Um, yeah. What else have I been listening to? A lot of alternative music, like rock music from like the early two thousands. A lot of Houston stuff. Like what? What Houston stuff? Like old Houston stuff or some new Houston stuff? Uh, kind of like new Houston stuff. Like I've been listening to, you know, Dende. Um, uh-huh. I listened to Uncle Tino. Mm-hmm. You know, Mark Drew. He put out his his new uh, EP. Yeah. You know, Undrafted. Um, who else I was listening to? Damn. Some of the homies. Camera Colt. There's some friends of mine. Uh, Gio Chamba. CA. You know, his song Closure. That yeah, that's all crazy. Lord yeah. Diamond. Dude, sign CA, man. CA a hardworking motherfucker, man. Yeah, he be Shout out to man. CA. 
when this episode comes out. <laughs> um, damn, what have I also been listening to? Just a lot of just like since I'm a truck driver, like if I hear one song in the beginning of the morning, and I'm like, okay, so say it's like Frank Sinatra. Yeah. Like if I'm listening, like if I hear a Frank Sinatra song in my head, I'm like, all right. That's what's going to be today. Yeah. So I'll listen to Frank Sinatra, then it'll go into something else, and then it'll go into maybe a podcast, and then just go back to music. So I, I do that. So, yeah. like I said, one day I was doing a Tribe Called Quest and De La Soul, one I was doing Frank Sinatra, and then I was just doing Christmas music. Sometimes I'll do alternative. So uh, it varies from here and there. So, but like Spotify, you know, I have a, a playlist for the podcast. Which is called Inside the Northside Podcast Playlist. Uh-huh. What are you listening to? And I like putting music in that I listen to throughout my day. So yeah. like I'm like, oh, this is a good one for a playlist. Oh, this one's good for a playlist. I think that playlist is like 48 hours long, I think. Damn. Or something like this. It's like two days worth of stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, playlist is all what it is for me. But that, that's what I've been listening to. Lately. Yeah. That's so. Right. so GBB, God Body, this is the end of the show. But before we, this is before we get to the end of the I mean, this is the end. Why am I? Why am I cluttering my words? I think I'm just. I'm, it's the Christmas it's about spirit. That time. It's about that time. So, anyways, before we go, please, the floor is yours. Plug in everything. Talk about your album. Talk about where they could find you, and and all that good stuff. Man, uh, first of all, thank you for having me. Uh, no I've been looking forward to this. I I haven't done uh, any type of interview in a while, man. I kind of uh, missed it, low key. It's been a minute. So yeah, this has been cool. Um, I got a lot of new music coming in 2023. Um, I don't even know exactly what all coming because we're working on so much stuff. Definitely got a single coming in January. Uh, that's going to be super dope. We're working on that video right now. Um, all my social media is very easy. It's all at God Body Bingo, spelled just how it sounds. No underscores, no numbers, no nothing. Just G-O-D-B-O-D-Y-B-I-N-G-O. I also have a website, GodBodyBingo.com. There you can find all my updates. You can buy merch. I got hoodies, t-shirts, a few hats left, a few CDs left. Mm-hmm. Um, more merch coming, more music coming, more shows coming. Uh, just more everything, more content, just more me. Oh, so of course I'm. I gotta get one of those hoodies, man. So yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna get one. I'm gonna get one, and we'll. I'll get you one of mine. I'll, you know, we'll, we'll, jerseys. We'll swap. What's up? What's um, up? But yeah, man, thank you. I really appreciate you coming on, man. It means a whole lot to me. Yeah. And I'm glad it means a whole lot to you coming on because you being excited. Like I said, we were supposed to do this back in August. Right. And, you know, maybe, like you said, maybe God was like, nah, wait. Yeah, man, we'll if, wait. if good things happen when you come on inside the north side, then whenever I come is when I'm supposed to come. You heard it here first. It, it's true. <laughs> so, anyways, this has been Inside the North Side Podcast. It's God Body Bingo. He's your host with the most from the third coast. And. Yeah, you guys, listen to his music, stream it, uh, buy it if you can, buy some merch, support your local artists, support a Houston artist, because you really don't understand how much it means to these local guys and to me, you know, also being a local artist and, you know, local content creator, like, people listening, man, it means a whole lot. Just Absolutely. to hear people like, fuck, like, my shit's good, thanks, you know? So, uh, yeah, so we're going to uh, close out on one of your songs, so... God bless, peace, and I'll see you guys later. Hey, from the mo to the fold, from the mo to the fold.
Where you from? Where you from? Throw it up, let them know. Bingo from the North Pole, where it get cold. Welcome to the snow. Leave my team to the bowl. Need the rings, need the gold. From the mo to the foe, yeah. From the mo to the foe. Where you from? Where you from? Throw it up, let them know. Northside acres homes, never seen the side of town I couldn't go. Leave my team to the bowl. Need the rings, need the gold. Watch the best of both worlds collide. Where you from? Gonna and rip your side. I'm from the north where no love is lost. If that line get crossed, ain't no letting it slide. See, I was taught that the world together when it come by rules by which we abide. Got it locked, working like a clock. Don't know moves get made until we decide. Lying hearted, yeah, I leave the pride. Like Mufasa, please approach me proper. We just trying to prosper. Not the type to start a problem, only want to solve a moving like a mobster. A vision like I run the point, couple plays ahead, peeping no binoculars. Left my patience in my past life. We can't make it happen, let's the math right.